Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I need to escape this nightmare. Hello and welcome to Core. This is Core talking about video games so that you can as well, I guess. Thursday, October 26th. Yes, 26, 2023. Had to make sure that was correct. We're always professional here. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Right up top, there's a little concern out there that there might be some what we're terming ghost beef. All right. There's really nothing to it. In fact, I can kind of explain. So on Twitter, Ghostcrawler said the following uh, in response to it. Somebody had said a thing. He, were, he was going off about game design and their plan with his new company and, you know, kind of a, their, their philosophies and stuff moving forward. And uh, one of the last ones he said was, uh, also, ain't nobody here wants to be in development for eight to ten years. That's why we left the legacy publisher model. And someone in our community wrote and replied, this is all on X.com. You might be familiar with X.com. John, you oh, like Twitter. that? I'm familiar yeah, with XXX.com. Oh, hey. Oh, man. Yeah. Is there an yeah. X? You know how oh. there's a triple X uh, top level domain now? I wonder if anyone has XXX.XXX. Like, I wonder yeah. if anybody yeah. has Vin Diesel. HTTPS, www.XXX.com is XXXX free porn videos at XXX.com. I'm shocked. By Clips this. of uh, beep sex, hot girls, milf, yeah. beep jobs, hardcore movies with beep, 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 and beep. <laughs> I don't, I don't you know, know what, what sounds worse than there. the real thing? Beep jobs. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> it? You want to get a beep job? Oh man. Yeah, well, anyway, ASMR move. So this guy says, uh, goes beep. <laughs> this guy Jesse says uh, it would be the coolest if you went on Core Pod to check, ch- talk to these guys about this friendly environment to dip your toe in and uh, in the idea of more transparency. Greg wrote back, "I don't even like those guys, though." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then Ghost Beef pursued or uh, happened after that or ensued. Um, he, I he listens, that was a gauntlet being thrown he, down. <laughs> he listens to this show. He likes us a lot. So I, I, I want to make sure people know he was he was 
blowing some smoke, but I also, I also have a secret about Greg that I can't talk about for a while. And that'll even make it, it'll, it'll illustrate even more. <laughs> that's gonna, that sounds so much worse. You're like, and I know a secret. Right? <laughs> that a brag some, or uh, Not about things that he's doing, not about the projects he's working on, not about his job, not about anything like that. Just a, a Greg secret. I'll say it that this way. The secret. Was explain a brag, John. It, well, well, here, okay. The secret I have is very cool and will further illustrate how much he likes us and and is okay. not there is yeah. no beef is what i'm saying Zero i mean beef. i'm very curious what he's working on i I've followed his twitter account for a long time i like his, his he's a good tweeter yeah guess he's a good game developer too he's worked on big projects this smacks of being more intimate than most of his projects at least that i can that i'm aware of because it's a smaller team oh for he's sure working with a lincoln too right yeah brian so, link is over there now and he's got i think yeah, yeah, five or six people or x blizzard and some x riot as well but yeah really curious they have a lot of energy definitely giving off the mmo vibes interesting mm-hmm. also you mm-hmm. know with a lot of uh, blizzard alum 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 alumni is what you mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant alumni, right? You meant alumni. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, he's done Age of Empires and stuff too, right? Sure. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. he was so, with, um, um, uh, what was they, they were called, not Creative Assembly, what were they called? Ah, shit. Uh, uh, some cool. Brain, no worky very good today. Sorry if I get <laughs> stuff wrong. Yeah. But um, the uh, the point is, is, he's interesting follow on Twitter. He participates in interesting games. And not just interesting that he's departed one MMO, departed another MMO, right? And now is making... He's an MMO mm-hmm. and has lots of thoughts and opinions on how to do it. And it's, we're all kind of waiting to see, like, what is this? Is this the one? Like, MMOs are kind of passe unless you're, you know, playing one of the big ones right now. There's no, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. And um, I'm really interested to see, you know, what they're working on. It's yeah, exciting. It's going to be great. Um, and for context, this is how that thread started. He says, I know it's typical to just talk about studio values and stuff, but we are actually going to talk about the game. And some of you will ask how, or sorry, some of you will ask how uh, can you talk about a game so early? And we will say, yes, uh, yes, things will change. And that's the point. We want time to react to feedback. Also, ain't nobody got time for eight, uh, eight to 10 year uh, development timeframes. So, um, I, from what I can tell you about what they're working on, I can tell you that they are, um, they're trying to, they're trying to break from the, the traditional MMO thing means you, you just need gig, you know, gigantic company lattice work to get it done. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't think so. They, and I agree with them. I think they can do. I, yeah. He's I tweeted as much where he said, I there's a lot of bloat. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. They want to a lot avoid of bloat in terms of, of just, um, what do you, Whatever it is, the, the corporate structure and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Corporate float. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Yeah. Welcome to podcast. <laughs> use my words to explain things poorly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think in general, I think this is a major problem with gaming. We've alluded to it here and there. Um, I've said, I think there's a bubble. I think the bubble's going to break because I think we're in a weird place where games are extremely expensive to make. Games take a very, very long time to make for AAA, like not not talking about indies. And right now, as a result of that, one of the big moves is to chase trends. How can you chase a trend if you have an eight to 10 year development cycle? Right. Those trends are gone by the time you get there, which means that the only new games we see either have to be hitched to an existing property or hitched to an existing idea because, again, trend, ta- tr- trend chasing. Yeah. And 
like that's not sustainable. Like, especially because indie games, as the tools get better and better, they're going to come in and they're going to eat your lunch constantly because they're going to move quicker. They're going to be more (laughs) agile. They can actually trend chase and can capitalize on it. And uh, we saw I can't remember the name of the game. People were trying to recommend it to us. It was a very simplistic looking shooter, but it was like massive scale. Mm. And apparently it was a type of game that Activision was trying to make a game, either Activision or EA. They were trying to make a game in that same vein. And they were years in development and some indie studio put it out and it it got all the attention and all the traction. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's going to become more and more common. And you're just going to see these big companies say, well, we're not going to put money behind that project because it doesn't seem financially viable. Like it'd be better for us to just, you know, invest in something that's microtransaction to hell or that's just for mobile, the kinds of stuff we as gamers don't like. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm worried that that's the direction we are going to go. Battlebit. Yes, that's it. Oh, Battlebit. Right. Um, yeah. And, and then Battlefield comes later and everyone's like, oh, Battlefield. But Battlebit was like, oh, gee. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that that like that's the bubble that I'm worried is going to burst and it's going to unless we can kind of roll back our expectations on what AAA is at the same time as developers can stop chasing that AAA, you know, dream and vision. Like everything has to step back a little bit. It has to be quicker. You have to be able to take chances. You have to be able to appeal to your audience. And it requires a lot of things, again, that don't want to change to change. Or we're all going to be playing indie games, which, I mean, indie games are great. But sure. I, I don't want to see AAA games go away. I definitely either. don't. No. So I mean, if you look at this, Greg Street's fault. Not his It is Greg's fault. So it's in conclusion, his. Greg Street caused this problem and yep. it's his job to fix <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you better fix it, Greg. I know you're listening. Here's <laughs> here's the uh, the other example I would use. If you look at one of the biggest trends of recent years, you it's impossible to ignore how big uh, uh, Battle Royale games became. And they did so on the back of essentially an indie, which at the time was... It's a much bigger game now, but um, but PUBG was a was a small effort with very few people involved, and that thing took off so quickly. Yeah, it only involved player unknown. If I yeah, correct. I think originally yeah, it was just a dude, and then you know <laughs> it got real popular real quick. And then what happened? Well, then all the big studios figured out everything. So Fortnite pivots from this weird survival game to being the number one battle royale in the world. Warzone is another reaction to that. Um, <clears throat> really any of those games that came and some went, you know, Apex is still around, but some of them have already come and failed and left, but they're all on the backs of that, that innovation. And the innovation rarely comes out of the big company. Like even World of Warcraft came out of a much smaller blizzard, a much, much smaller blizzard. And then everybody trying to play MMO keep up for a decade uh, was riddled with failures from companies with lots of money to try to make it happen. And only a few squeak through in the end uh, that, you know, are still successful. So, you know, there's, there is this thing that's always been true. The little guy will do some weird innovation. And sometimes those little guys become big. They become huge. You know, they become Bioware. They start small, scrappy Bioware, blow everybody's mind. And before you know it, they're owned by a conglomerate and they become kind of impotent. And nobody cares anymore. And like they are now. Um, but I agree with you. There's a, there's a like I was looking at PS3 numbers the other day. PlayStation 3's uh, era of Sony's published titles, because I was thinking about Spider-Man and stuff. They had so many more 
first-party Sony Studio releases during the PS3's run than we got anywhere close to in the PS4 run or PS5 so far. And the only answer I have for that is that's that's a, that's a showing of this bubble you're talking about. Like you can only keep that up for so long and you have to start picking, being more picky and choosy about what you're going to make. I don't know. That whole thing's kind of fascinating. So we like to bring it up here when we, uh, when we think of these things. Uh, also, so there's no beef. There's no beef. It's zero beef. There's no, in fact, if anything, there's, if there's beef, it's being barbecued nicely. It's got a nice rub on it. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. It's, it's a good beef. All right. That, that we have great. with Greg. Greg's a good so be- be- beefer. We have to st- we're having Greg over for dinner. We're all going to get together. This sounds amazing. Yeah, actually. my dinner at Greg's, or no, my dinner at Ghost Crawlers. That'd be a fun little series, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe not. Uh, Lilith statue. Make him weird mm. eggs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I made real food this week. Oh, get I a quest heard, three I, and make. I you heard guys, you made real food. I did. Really I was, did. I was really proud pictures. of myself. What are you gonna say, Bo? I was gonna suggest making weird eggs with the quest three. Oh, I'll do that. Hell yeah. How easy is it to record what you're, is it recording straight to the, to the SSD you or just whatever? press the meta button and then press the record button. It doesn't record in um, depth reception, like 180 style. Right. It's, it's just, just like film flat, but yeah. still it records from your headset. See, I need a good That's POV. It actually would be great for cooking like yeah. tutorials sure. and streams. That'd and you'd awesome. have, you could put up next sure to it, the recipe screen and whatever headset. I'm pretty sure I can live stream for my head. Like, cause I can cast it to my PC and then cap it on OBS and just live stream should do it on the headset and isn't it more like my wear the headset and get yeah. a laptop and some wireless internet and just go questing i, I was told that it no longer has that one eye problem when you're quest when you're casting because in the previous model when you casted it out it was only showing one one half i haven't i haven't tested it too much i think it does only well i don't know i haven't looked at it too much because that's why I like to buy games on Steam VR because then I can run it natively on the PC. It's better to stream. Mm-hmm. It can be choppy, and maybe there is that one eye issue. I think it does still do from one eye. Maybe in maybe VR, the AR stuff though is full is full stereo eye eyeballs. Stereo eyeballs. The one be. eye issue. The reason TLC broke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were having. I think she was going solo anyway. I think at the time, I actually was reading about her the other day. Do you know why? Because I, I called she her. Passed away, the guys. She did. She died. Um, yeah. She she passed away in a car accident. No, I knew about all that. That was John's original joke, as dark as it was. But I was. Reading. I wasn't trying to make it dark. I knew that there was something tragic that happened, but I thought we could just leave it at the joke. But here we are talking. I call about the on, some show, on some show. On some show, wasn't here. But concert, they're an American treasure. You no, they're monster. great. I love. Dude, I love TLC. They're great. They're great. I just wanted to make. A harmless joke without the cold, harsh reality setting in. Right. But I have this to say, what I learned about him. Well, this is why I looked it up. Not the, what I learned. I learned nothing. I learned that they she passed away. <laughs> the other two took off, did their own thing, whatever. And, and I checked on where they are now and all that. And they have more hits than you remember. It's not all just waterfall and all that. But the main thing was that I called her a one-eyed Lucy on the show because I could not remember her name, her real name. And yeah. it drove me so you crazy. You thought the L started, start, stood for Lucy. Yeah, I was like, one-eyed Lucy. And it's not even close. It's just Lisa One-Eye. And she had both working eyes, by the way. That patch was just for funsies. That was another yeah. thing I learned. So, anyway. 
It's like <laughs> they call that wrestling a gimmick. I think. I'm glad that you looked it up because uh, I'm I'm just glad that you got my dumb joke. Oh, I'm I love sad that. that we had to drag it into the cold hard reality <laughs> snow out here yeah. uh, to make Sorry. everybody feel I'm, bad. But I did. I I do I do love TLC. I do. Well, the sad uh, ironically, the yeah. sad thing about her death is she was about to open a big. Um, school or something for kids in Honduras, which is where she was in the car accident. Like she had all this really cool charity stuff going on. And so if anything, it just gave me a little more insight as to what was going on. Cause I think in my, in my head, I always think everybody who dies in music or Hollywood, it's always some tragic reason. Oh, they got drunk and ran off the turnpike or they, you know, went down on a plane cause the, the, they were doing Coke in the cockpit or whatever, you know, like these things happen, but this was nothing like that. She was down there. She was with some friends. They were opening this big, Honduran school for kids. It was like this big deal. And then she tragically died. So wear your seatbelts is one thing I did learn though. Wear your seatbelt. She probably would have been okay had she had been wearing a seatbelt. All right. Now I'm taking the weirdest moment in core history and moving forward to the next. <laughs> Thanks a lot, yeah. Greg. Thanks, Greg. It's your fault. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. It's his fault. <laughs> I forgot. Hey, Bo, you're more famous than ever. Look at this. Somebody up. Well, you put it on Twitter, but somebody, uh, Seneca, some, some images, Rakamar, uh, showed up in our discord with these amazing shots. A lot shots. of people have informed, informed me of this. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome. I got a good photo of it today. Oh, we got a shout out Randy too. Randy offered to take a picture and he sent one to me. Oh, so it's nice. Very nice. Rakamar and Randy for, uh, I assume they are blizzard employees. Yeah. Uh, who went and snagged a photo for me. So thank you both. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I assume Randy's an employee. I know that. Yeah, you know he's working there. <laughs> I, know, I actually, actually know this. Yeah. <laughs> I've met, met Randy. But look at that. You're you're nestled right there between. I know. You're you're nestled right between Goofy and Gorzanic. That's a nice yeah, little sandwich. And you're just two down from going nuts. Yep. And a few more. We got Got Mine and God Speeds. Speeder, speedster, go, go speed racer. Oh, go speed. Just put that on the letter. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, <laughs> I had that so wrong. Oh my gosh! You're like, what is that, Belgium? <laughs> How's that feel though to have your your name up on this? It's thing? cool, man. It, I like I said, I'm, <laughs> if I ever find my way down there, I'm looking to cash in with that, yeah, with that royalty card. Like, Excuse me, you can't come on campus. My name is on the statue. I believe I'm having lunch here. It's really um, cool too, because it looks like a like a memorial like a Vietnam memorial, like all the little. Yeah, that's what up. I mean. Like, I like to think of it as like the world will be like Mad Max. Scott will be happy. Yep. Be and then he'll take his, uh, you know, war band of war children and, be, <laughs> and come to the statue and be like, I knew this man who once sat in a chair for 14 days. Yeah. <laughs> and here is the, the statue, him and his comrades. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's good. I, lo- is, I love oh, it. Man, it's a cool, it's a sick. It does like terrible things for my sense of self-worth or ego or whatever vanity. You know, it's just like, I'm on a statue. It's like, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, that's like gotta be one of the best prizes in all of like video game history, even better than money. That thing will probably outlast you, you know, you'll probably, uh, that's what I mean. Like yeah. I have like a, <laughs> like if you think about it, how ridiculous that be on a statue. The only complaint I have yeah. is just, I would like my name on there too. Oh, your real name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it's fine. There's a thousand names on there. Yeah, it's, but the ego boost would be even higher if it was your actual name. We'd like, I feel like you'd turn into the next Billy Mitchell. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't want You'd that. You come in dude. with a Canadian flag tie, yeah. talking some barbecue sauce. Yep, faking scores. Like, I'm on a statue. Cheat, cheating your score in Donkey Kong, all that stuff. <laughs> commission three more statues. <laughs> yeah. pre- put your own this, name on it. <laughs> this strikes me as one of those ideas for a promotion that gets struck down that somehow made it through. Mm. You know, like it's it's a pretty unique idea and. Hey, I'm just glad it's on there. I've been waiting to see it and now that we're there. Can you imagine, though, if they would have put real That's names great. on there, there would have been a bigger controversy than the real name forum controversy from years ago um, because they would have done it without your – they would have been great if it was without anyone's permission. They just put people's full-ass <laughs> names up there. up there. I would have loved that. And you would have liked Do it because you – people's permissions know. for that? I oh, assume, yeah. Well, I assume for gamer names they don't because you give those away. I think you give that right away in the TOS when you play. I think yeah. that's considered public data, but if you, if you wanted your, if, if sorry, if they wanted no your real no, name, no one who did this would say no. If, if there's someone who's like, no, I can't. I work for the CIA. I can't have my name on there. Like I, I don't, you know. There's bound to be some guy in there that's got like 500 gigs of like child porn or something on his hard drive and doesn't want his name out there. Yeah, you don't want Jared on your little statue. I guess no. this kind of saves you from some of that, but. It's a level of protection when something goes terribly dark with someone on there. Yeah. We talking Jared, like I, Subway Jared? That's who you mean, right? Yeah, Subway yeah. Jared. Yeah. Let's make a trip. I saw I him like in community to... and I was like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. Oh, I know, it's, dude. It's, uh, oh, when that kind of thing happens, it's seconds. like, uh, yeah. it's unfortunate. Like, oh, yeah. That guy's like uber canceled. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's I watched right? the uh, I watched the documentary on HBO about him, and it was too. so much worse than I thought it was. It's like, way I, worse. I thought it was bad, and then I watched that, and I was like, "Oh, it's almost as bad as a stranger I, shitting in your toilet." I thought he got busted <laughs> just because he had really bad stuff on his computer, and I use the word "just." He absolutely should have been busted for that. But there was way worse things than that. Oh, so, yeah. Way worse. Uh, oh that was a good gosh. documentary, though. That's worth seeing, by the way. It was, although I felt really guilty at the end because it did make me want Subway. And I was like, <laughs> I think that's how I should walk away from this. Video. You're going to walk away from the Jared documentary and go get a meatball sub. That's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think this is a good... I don't think this is how I should feel. That's amazing. Consumer brain went into full effect at the end, and it wasn't right. Uh, one of these links is a video to the statue. Is this like... I don't think I've seen this. Uh, oh, did, did I? I? Is this the one that we originally captured, or someone was trying to... No, no, no. Someone, like, um, a lot of people... Pez Radar, or somebody did. I don't know. So, yeah, there's a video of it, too. Oh, here we go. Adam there's- Fletcher went through and took a video. This is where I originally captured your name, but it looked real fuzzy because we had to zoom and enhance. Yeah, someone had, someone in the, 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 the Discord actually zoomed and enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> like, like rising, Sean Connery Rising Sun style. Yeah. Um, zoom and enhance to find my name. And then it just oh. reveals Jason Bourne. What's cool is they did it. This shot's being taken on that day that Microsoft was visiting after the acquisition. Yeah, having a big celebration. Yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of pictures of Bobby and Phil and Yabara. Yep. hanging out. Yeah, Yabara looking pretty stoked. Um, I think he's excited about this change. I don't know. I know on the ground they are. I know a lot of people internally are pretty jazzed. Well, you know, on. Bobby's gone in January, and uh, if people are, if leadership's feeling jazzed, hopefully that means good things for the games we love. That's right. Get out of here, Bobby. I have a question about Bobby, but it'll come up later in the show. Uh, we'll get to all that. But first, we have a topic, and we must discuss it. Um, okay, City Skylines. Remember that game? Real popular, huge deal. There's a sequel. Just came yeah. out. 
hit Game Pass is also available for purchase. Uh, people think it is the true successor of the SimCity series. It, it out SimCity, SimCity, and deserves all the accolades it gets. But it's also caught up in a bit of a review controversy. All right, uh, so we thought we'd talk about it. You know, we said we could here sit here and go, Alan Wake Two is coming, and the reviews are great. Or we could say. <laughs> We'll do that later. Yeah, we'll do that yeah, all later. We're still right? going to do that. Like, yeah, don't, we're just don't not interrupt the show. We're going to still do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to blow my. Well, I don't like saying that. I don't want to. Hey, Chicken Schmidt says he's playing it right now. Chicken Schmidt. Oh, in the chat. Yeah. It's like, who the hell is Chicken Schmidt? I love that. Chicken Schmidt, tell, tell us, uh, give us your ranking, by the way, before Scott will get into it. But uh, yeah, tell us what you think. You're playing it like. Drop some comments in the chat and give us your opinion while we discuss. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. But anyway, it's being panned by major outlets, uh, but series fans seem to be loving it. Like the changes, like where it's headed, all this stuff. All bugs notwithstanding, there's always bugs at launch. So, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, so we want to ask this question. Is it fair to launch a review? Uh, or sorry, is it fair to launch review a game that explicitly states it plans to be a work in progress over its life cycle? Basically, a veiled version of early access. Uh, there are major benefits, of course, for getting major or getting player feedback um, rather than expecting everything to be 10, 10 amazing on zero day. This isn't going to be about, you know, Baldur's Gate three or other anomalies. Uh, or is it good to have the bullshit de- uh, detectors ward coming off, wasting their cash and time? Sorry. Uh, cu- or customers. Off. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I had a hard time with that word. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I kind of have a weird feeling that this is, um, this is mostly about whether or not games have to be feature complete at first. Can they be just enough to be a game with the promise of more later? And I, and I don't mean like cyberpunk's an example of this, but they didn't say that that wasn't the plan. Like nobody came out and said, we're releasing cyberpunk in its basic configuration, but later we'll be adding more to this. Like that would have probably maybe softened the blow a little bit with the problems that game had at launch. Um, but what this feels like to me people is people also hate that too, right? People like, do hate that. I just think this he, is this is an example of a game that maybe wasn't quite cooked exactly, and they just they had to push it out and get it out and be done. Yeah, I, I guess that's like I guess that's like the crux of the question, right? Because like, I mean, if something's explicitly labeled early access, you sort of expect it. If you're inviting people to a paid beta, you label it as such. But a lot of games that you, uh, there's maybe some assumption on the part of certain franchises. Like City Skylines has like a ton of DLC too. Mm-hmm. That game was not the game it launched as. No. In fact, and I, Dark Tide yeah. pulled, is pulling this off. You know, that right. it's another one that clearly was not. I, I would bet money is not in a place that they wanted it to be when they decided to pull launch button push the launch button and there's a number of games that are like that and we do have a i think when it comes to our full price release uh releases that aren't labeled as such we have an expectation that it's going to be good at the gate right it's like elden rings didn't need too many patches pretty good out the gate um zelda mario wonder all great games out the gate so you know we sort of paint with a broad brush i guess sometimes when companies that you sort of expect mm. like i sort of expect city skylines to and par- it's a paradox game or mm. they're they're a publisher it's not the development team right i sort of expect paradox games are never good at launch 
they sometimes get worse actually, but sometimes they get much better. <laughs> like depend, but they always have fifty DLCs, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so, like being in the know, I'd kind of expect that to be the case with City Skylines. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not shocked that there are complaints about it. So there's an argument to be made that the reviews of it are unfair because they're treating it like a launched product, and it's probably the time anything written about City Skylines is going to get the most media reach. Right. Because maybe launched. that's their fault for not releasing a complete product, but maybe it's games journalism's fault for not for feeling the need to review it right now. Well, let me like, ask you this. I, I would say, like, City Skylines shouldn't probably get a review till a year or two down the road. Well, let me ask you this. So it sounds like what you're saying is there ought to be a there ought to be a special case made for this game or games like it. Um, and, and then, so what that, that is going to require a change of gamer perspective, because I think a lot of people who buy and play games also expect when they go there day one and they download this game and they pay for it, they pay their 59 or 60 bucks, whatever it is they're paying. I guess it's only a dollar difference. They're paying 60 bucks. Um, they expect it to run. And I don't know of too many gamers that'll look at this and go, well, it's city skylines that they're going to need six months. So this really is like, you know, I, that, that is going to require a shift in gamer thinking. And I'm not sure that's happening either. You well, know? I, I don't mean like if it's absolute trash, but if you know, it's going to launch kind of buggy. I'm trying to think of other good examples, but there definitely have been some, I mean, PUBG is a good example. Yeah. It was, a although mess I guess that was in beta. They well, could have clearly yeah. labeled it as like an early access. Yeah, thing, I'll, so. I'll tell you my my take on this, and I've said it before. If you put a 1.0 on your game, it should be reviewed, and you should take the review you got for it. Um, doesn't mean that it can't be worked on. Doesn't mean it can't be evaluated some other time. But if you were going to say that this is a product we support enough to not attach early access or any other number of qualifiers on it, this is a release candidate you deserve to get reviewed for what you put out there as a release candidate. And I apply that to games. I like as much as games. I don't like cyberpunk deserves to be reviewed based on the cyberpunk that came out three years ago. Like that's the, that's simply the case. Now, can we reevaluate it and write things up? Sure. Um, did that have a permanent negative impact for a while on that game? Yeah, it, it did. Um, but it also was a fair reflection of the game that existed then. And I, I think that that's what it's there to do. So I, I think that video game companies, if you're going to put a release on your game, you need to be ready to get reviewed based on what you've put out there. Now, I do think that there are a couple other problems because I think that this is a system that, again, works together. I think Metacritic and bonuses to paid developers based on Metacritic scores is absolute bullshit and needs to go away. I hate it. Um, I, I do not. I think that is toxic for gaming in general. Yeah. I think it has hurt video games in general. I think that, you know, whether you want to blame that on Metacritic or you want to blame that on the game companies, I don't care. I think that that is a ridiculous uh, concept and, and shouldn't shouldn't be a thing. Uh, so I think that 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 is also part of a problem because I think another issue is this goes to illustrate kind of how much BS reviews are in general. Because, again, what, a review is a snapshot of when it was made, especially in this day and age in gaming. Like almost every game that comes out these days is evolving in some way, whether that's through expansions or DLC or just updates to fix the game. Very few games 
just come out and they are what they are when they came out. Even you know, Nintendo like, gets day one patches now. Even Nintendo. Yeah. And they used to be. I, and and know. they did in the day. We just didn't even know about it. Like you can go and find like interesting articles about different versions of Nintendo games based on cartridge number. Yeah, that's like true. Yeah. you, you will find weird examples of people going like, it's weird. I remember there being chanting in the fire temple of the legend of Zelda Ocarina of time, but it's not in there in the version I played. That's because it was eventually patched out and removed for every version of the game that was released thereafter. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of examples like that throughout gaming's history. Like it's kind of always been a thing to some degree. It's just a lot easier to do now. Um, but at the end of the day, like I think people that are playing city skylines too and enjoying it knew that they were going to get in and enjoy it. And if they read the review rather than focus on the score, which is unfortunately what most people do, they yeah. look at it and they go, Oh, I got a 50 or 60 or whatever. I'm mad. Um, it probably would say in that review, these things that they're upset about don't apply to you because you're exactly the person that's going to be the person that goes, no, I love this game and this series enough. And I've seen their history. They've done this before. Um, and I trust that they will fix it. If the next game that CD project red puts out feels busted when it comes out, well, that's kind of how Witcher three felt at the beginning. That's how cyberpunk felt at the beginning. I can make an educated decision on whether or not I think they might fix it eventually. Mm. Um, but does that mean that a bad game at the time shouldn't get a low score? Cause it's a bad game. And I think that ultimately like, yeah, you, you just give the game the review when it comes out, we have a term for when you want to keep working on a game before it gets reviewed and it's called early access. Yeah. And they had the option to go that route but being a paradox game, my guess is they didn't want to go that route because they want to sell a bunch of DLC. And I don't know how that works with early access games, adding a bunch of expansion packs and all of that. Maybe they feel <laughs> they this, like, yeah. this base game like is enough. And if they do, then they deserve to be reviewed by what they think is enough. Yeah, that's that's my take. On I it. think that's fair. I think I agree with that entire take. And I think that um, we have a word for this. You 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 can't make a second or first impression twice like you you can maybe make up for it and fix things and make people happier in the long run but there's still people pissed about no man's sky's launch and refuse to play it because of it i know people like that i hear from them all the time and i know there are people like that with cyberpunk even games that have spectacular fixes and do right the ship in somewhat short order still have this stigma from that first impression and that first impression will always haunt it and I think you run that risk if you're going to launch without it being ready. And no matter who you are, what you are, indie all the way up through AAA. AAA's it hurts more because you're talking about you know billions are at stake. Uh, a small indie developer, you know, if Lucas Pope's next game, which very unlikely would be bad, the guy doesn't make anything bad, or at least he's he's over he's over two. Oh no, he's two for two. Um, he did a third game, but you got to get that crank handle uh, handheld game to play. Oh yeah, I want to see. I want to see what that is. Kind of want to. What's that called? The Playdate. I kind of want one. Yeah. Yeah. Get Just because I want to see what the hell Lucas Pope did on there. Um, although I heard it was, it was like, it's like Papers, Please in a new way or something. So it's kind of re redoing other things. But whatever he's working on, like mainline thing he's working on next, if that launch is bad, we probably can safely say, well, it's Lucas Pope. He's earned some leeway here. Uh, Colossal Order, as far as I know, the only thing people know them from, I'm sure they've done other things, but City Skylines is kind of their big deal. 
So to come out of the gate with two being in rough shape, I think is a just a shitty per- first impression. And John's right. Whatever you put out is what people are going to review. And whether the reviewers are going to have the forethought to go, I mean, yes, they could in their review say, hey, in a year we may be having a very different conversation because they'll have DLC out by then and they've always supported their previous games all the way up till now. And there's no reason to think that this couldn't all be improved. However, at launch, but, but, but like if they're talking like that, I respect that. Those are the reviewers I like to read because at least they're acknowledging the facts of things. Right. But I also think it'd be cool if we had a way in the future for reviews to be less one time. And instead, here's our initial review of city skylines Two, And then we're going to revisit this game in four months. And then they come back. Some do that. They like, do, but like, do people read are, them? Like, there's a whole problem with but people. But that's not the problem. Them. Yeah, is people don't go back and read it. People yeah. have no interest in it. Uh, again, because people don't use reviews for what they they should be for. I, a lot of people don't go to reviews to find out the quality of a game. People go to reviews to find out if their opinion of the game matches somebody else's opinion of the game and feel viola- uh, validated or outvalidated. Yeah. I mean, it's a slip of the tongue, but also correct. Kind of works. Yeah. Uh, it, it's also true. They want to know if, if their opinion's right or if they're going to get mad and write up a, a rage thing about it. That's why you see people raging about this. It isn't because they read the review and they're disappointed that their game isn't good. It's because they read the review and they don't agree with it. They yeah. already have an opinion. Yeah. You don't need to go to a review if you already have the opinion. The review is supposed to help you make a choice to help guide you in forming that opinion. But we all go there just to be like, I like that game. Uh, awesome. I want to go read about someone else who liked that game. Mm-hmm. Like, or get mad at somebody that didn't. Like, that's yeah. just what we tend to do. Yeah, that's the human part of this. And I don't know how you change that. But, you know, there, there, I have a few thoughts on this. Number one, I fully believe that City Skylines 2 will be an amazing game one day. I think they know how to make these and they'll do it. They'll figure out a way. Uh, but I'm also disappointed that they launched rough. You know, it's possible to be two or three of these things of feelings about and it. And right? it could be good. Like this could be the, I haven't played city Skylines, so I can't speak to this game, but it could be like the Sims effect. They put out a billion things for the Sims and then a new version of the Sims comes out and you're like, why can't I place my TV diagonally? That was something I could do in the last game. Why can't I do that now? Like that's a base level feature because we have this thing in our brain where we're like, well, they put a new bigger number after the thing. So it should have everything that was in the previous one and now more and it should look better. But especially with these things that get so much DLC and microtransactions, we expect it to contain all of that when a new one comes out more often than not it doesn't and that leads some people to be disappointed that leads other people to say well it's going to come out eventually yeah to give some context to what they said uh real quick here so we don't miss some of this uh i didn't like this quote much but colossal order chose to release the game in its current state because it would have been quote unfair unquote to eager fans to delay it that's a weird thing to say uh, but they went on to say, firstly, it's we want to. It's your fault. People. It's your fault, you guys. You're too eager you to too play our game. You were too excited for the video game. Yeah, it's, your, it's all on you. Then they said, "Yeah, quote, that's a weird thing to say." It's very weird. Um, but later they said, "Firstly, we want to assure you that the issues are not deeply rooted in the game's foundation, so we fully expect to be able to improve performance going forward. The issues we are currently facing are tied to the rendering of the game and decreasing the quality of visuals, such as depth of field, global illumination, and volumetrics. Will get you a fair performance." 
increase without affecting simulation at the cost of a little eye candy. Um, I mean, it, it's just a lot of talking in circles about we, we launched the game uh, unpolished. I mean, that's really what they're saying. It's not ready. Uh, supposedly there's enough of you who are so eager to play it. We had to put it out early. Is this a developer versus publisher thing? Could be. The first time a player was like, if you don't put that game out, I'm going to burn down your house. And they were like, we better put that game out. I don't want my house to be burned down. This this, would be bad. The word eager players is a weird thing to, I mean, they would have. That's a, that's a bus. You took, took a lot of people and threw all of them under a bus. Yeah. A little bit. Like, like Imagine if Baldur's Gate said that or Blizzard said that. Everyone would be like, you know, it's that's yeah, it's not good PR. And maybe it's a totally different thing in depending on the game. So when somebody big launches something like Diablo 4, if you had had those kind of broken issues, that kind of wording out of them would have really sucked. But if this was like a two-man team of a small game that everybody was highly anticipatory of, I think it's a of, small. It's like a bigger team, but it's not a big team. Like yeah, they're small-ish, ten to twenty-person studio. Sure, probably they're burning. Uh, the real answer is we're burning cash, and we need to put it out. Yeah, that's my guess too. And yeah, and I can understand that, right? I get it. If you got to get, you got to pay like, people. I guess it's just too hard. Like uh, you know, it's just too hard to be honest about these things. I guess you know. I wonder how much pressure was on them from Microsoft to to hit the Game Pass dates and stuff. I don't know how that works. Like, I, I don't know. Has a developer ever said, we had a budget, we went over, we need revenue, it's not perfect, give us revenue, we promise to keep working on it. Like, nope, yes, it's not early access, yes, it's not open beta, yes, we accept our lumps, but you've enjoyed the first installment of the series, and we are on board to deliver a good product. If series has fans, like people, like, there's city builder people that love city builders. That's what they play. My brother's yeah. kind of one of those people and, um, they will forgive you and they will, if you just, you know, honesty is the best policy. Like what? Mm. It's not like you'd have competition to worry about EA sitting on SimCity. Like, <laughs> yeah, EA <you> never <laughs> did figure it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't is there another hopeless. city builder like yours? It's like, you're in a pretty good position in the marketplace. Like, you know, oh, they own the spot honest, now. Dummies. Yeah, no one else even touches this stuff. They own it now. EA's over there going, "What did we do? Freaking indie team? Yeah. Of they have people. the IP, and they're just like, how do we, how do we make a game with such a difficult genre? Even though they've done it eight times, I can't. I, have no I idea. got it. We let them build cities, but only really small ones, and then we require a multiplayer component to complete city infrastructure. People are gonna love this. Oh my gosh, what a brilliant idea, EA. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you think they ever make another one at EA? I think that I think that hurts. I mean, too much. they no. they should because it's not oh, learning the one. it's not learning the right lesson. That's the, nothing they're pisses wor- me off in gaming more than people not learning the right lesson, which is why I'm mad at Blizzard all the time. So yeah. for anybody that's like, why is John always so critical of Blizzard? Because they are guilty of this more than maybe any other company I know. Mm. But like EA putting out a new SimCity that everybody was super hyped for everybody was so excited for this game. And then when the cities were super small, when there was a weirdly like multiplayer component that nobody asked for, and then the game didn't run particularly well, your answer to that is, I don't think people are interested in city builders. No, we're not interested in bad city builders. (laughs) Everyone was excited for the video game. What lesson did you take away from this? Like, why aren't you trying again? Yeah. Like you a hundred percent should people wanted that damn game. You just made the wrong one. Yeah. John or Bo, you said they are working on one. 
I hadn't heard. I thought, well, I thought I read something that it was like in forever development or something like that. I mean, it does but seem like something they wouldn't want to. They wouldn't want to yeah. just let go. But and it was 2013, so we've had 10 years to get over our wounds over it. But I don't know if they. Ever I mean, do it, it just again. seems insane. Like it is a big franchise, and it's just it's vanished. Yeah, like, this happens a lot over there. <laughs> this is this is kind of a problem for EA. Turns out, I mean, like, how hard is it to just make a bunch of buildings and? You do it in a weekend. Just do it in a weekend. You got well, not doing a weekend, but it's not like you got to get a mocap team and you know hire uh, a bunch of talented actors to make. You know, it's like you just want buildings and cars to drive around. Vroom vroom vroom. Like it's you know it's a. Yeah. It can't be that. Hard. What I'm saying is Simple. it can't. It's, I'm sure Mass Effect <laughs> or Baldur's Gate or um, Diablo or uh, what was that? Uh, Mario even probably takes more effort than a city builder. Like. And I'm sure you can get down in the weeds, and I'm sure you can burn cash like crazy. But like, it's not, it's not a complicated genre. You have the the genre has been modeled in many games prior to yours. I think like, they just don't see. I don't think they think there's enough profit in it. That's why they don't make one. I think that they basically just want a pretty version of the game that existed yeah. before. They're like, how do we yeah. sell microtransactions and per building sales? And you know, they, yeah, it just doesn't fit with the modern model of AAA development, I guess. Yeah. But they suck for that. They, they should do. be okay having some like smaller IPs. Not everything has to be uh, you know MCU level. Well, it's like John says about Blizzard. Carnival. Yeah, outside Jeez. of their mobile products, even though even in that case they still run them like gigantic products. But but you said that for months, John. Like make us do some cool small shit. Doesn't have to all be you know mind blowing. Well, also, like your reputation. I just I always wonder about that conversation. I guess they don't care, but like reputationally, even if. Even if a game is not poised to sell well, if you have like an ide- brand identity or a reputation, like you should still release things for that the fans love about you, even if it doesn't generate profit. Yeah, like, like Overwatch Two on Steam. <laughs> and then you never know when something's going to take off, anyways, and you've got lots of uh, burners in the fire, kind of thing. Like it's anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I just didn't make sense to me. We'll see what sure, happens. Sure. I hope this means it stays on Game Pass longer because I I'll play it, but I want to wait till I hear it's in better shape, and I don't want to spend money on it until I know. So we'll see what happens with City Skylines Two, a big anticipated yeah. game, not getting amazing reviews. There's another one that's getting really good reviews so far, but we'll talk about that one later. <laughs> You'll never building? guess what it is. You'll never guess never. what it is, guys. You'll never guess. Let's just say it involves a guy named Alan. All right, moving on. Uh, it is time for us to talk about the games we played. Um, so, well, it, this is a weird week for me. I ended up uh, needing. Well, we talked about palate cleansers last week, and you know, kind of just needing something different than a big open world game. And we had said last Thursday, John's like, "I think I'm getting Spider." Or you did order Spider Man. You just hadn't played it yet. Spider Man Two. Yeah. And I said, "Well, I guess I'll be the Mario one and get Mario Wonder." I didn't do that at all. People are um, so mad. Yeah. People are so upset. The Nintendo people are coming for you. There were really good points in the chat room, too, or in the comments. I saw one person in uh, the YouTube comments say, you should buy Mario because Mario will never go on sale, and Spider-Man 2 eventually will. That is an amazing point that we didn't think of, yeah. but 100% spot on. Yeah, <laughs> he's totally is, right. That is very true. And Spider-Man will probably end up on some form of PlayStation Plus and then later on PC, and also those go on sale all the time. Like, There's no reason to think that that wouldn't be true again. And I fully intended to do it. I just could not get in the mood, partly because my schedule was really whacked over the last seven days, and as a result, 
my playtime was going to be little bits and pieces and it was going to be difficult for me to sit down with something new and really go for it. Um, which is what I wanted to do. So it's not, I did not do it cause I don't want to play it. I do want to play it. I want to play Spider-Man for that matter. I just, you know, it's all about time at this moment. So here's what I did. My palate cleansers were going back to my 2021 game of the year Shipbreaker, hard space Shipbreaker. For those who forgot, it has a longer name than I usually give it. Um, and I played a ton of Shipbreaker, and it was very cathartic. It's an amazing thing to play. Even now, I still think that game is uh, is incredible. It's the best chore core game ever made. You're floating in space. Um, you know what, John? I found out why, by the way, that it reminds people of Homeworld, like the style of it. Oh, good. It's because it's X. It's X Homeworld devs making the damn thing. I didn't even know that. Like for all the longest time, some of them, not all of them, but a few really? of them are X Homeworld people. So some of you that. You know, the reason I asked you that is because it became a meme in Discord that it gets mentioned every time you talk about this game. Yeah. So I made a point anytime you talk about it to <laughs> yeah. ask you. Yeah, rightly so. I could see that okay. <laughs> making all sense. Right. Um, anyway, I'm, you know, the game, the story, the main campaign of that game, I beat a long time ago. Um, so what's left in the game is to just tear ships apart for funsies and make money. Um, and also fill out any other trees that never got filled out and finish ranks that aren't done because there's a, there's a ranking system. But there's also this weird endgame thing they added I completely forgot about where you're you're building you're you're finding parts in some of your uh uh breakdowns that you can then use to get a ship working that's like this derelict thing that you get to keep and it's yours and I don't know what you do even when you're done. I haven't I haven't really looked to see oh, what build what happens. a ship. Yeah, you build a ship slowly, you add these parts to it, and this little computer voice helps you do it and all this stuff. And then when you are done, uh, you get to fly that thing, take it somewhere, do some, I don't even know what. So I'm working on that now. You want to know my prediction? Can I make a prediction? In make case a prediction. For this part? Do it. I, for the record, I don't actually think this is what it is, but it would be great. Yeah. So you complete, you make a ship, right? You yeah. build it. You find all the parts, you put it together, you build the ship. And then the game goes, um, uh, let's say uh, 35 years later. Okay. And then it's, you're in space and now you're ship breaking the ship you built. And the guy goes, yeah, my dad <laughs> <laughs> he used to fly the ship around wow. the sequel, isn't it? and then wow. you decommission your dad's ship. And, uh, it's basically the ending to uh, red dead redemption. Oh my Lord. That's amazing. That is the red dead redemption ending. Oh my gosh. I hated that ending at first, and then I loved it later. Is that weird? You ever have an ending to a game where you're like, I hated that, and then you like it later when you think about it more? No, I think so. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I have. I don't I, know if uh, I can think of an example, but... The game just did something I mean, to me. Mass Effect 3, and then they put out some DLC that changed it, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's what you mean. No, that is not exactly what I mean, but uh, we're in the ballpark. But anyway, Shipbreaker just continues to be such a fun, satisfying pleasure... Uh, to play um the guy i'm watching video here is terrible at this game he doesn't know what he's doing so it's driving me crazy i've become very very efficient what a noob he can't break ships <laughs> look at this anymore. rook breaking down this ship totally. all the wrong way he just threw a, uh, a package that goes in the receiver can bay they, he just threw can it can they make the a incinerator. vr edition please so yeah see that's one thing i would love to see here is vr I've been, support i've been interested in playing but i've been holding out because this seems very vr you know yeah for sure very free vr friendly space game 
game that's casual, puzzle based. Like, yep. yeah. So Today's going to be your least. My second game is I'm going to have some talk about how VR might work in it as well because I also think it would be amazing in VR. But you're not wrong. This would be a very cool VR experience. I don't know what their plans are or even what they're doing next, but I just still find this so cathartic and just chill, and I love it. Absolutely love this game. So I played a bunch more of that, uh, and I started in earnest this time. The return of the Oberdin. Uh, Ernest, Ernest goes to the Oberdin. Exactly. Um, <laughs> this, I is, this is uh, Lucas Pope. We <laughs> talked about him a little bit earlier, but he's the dude behind Papers, Please. He's never made a bad game, and his games are kind of brilliant. I said the other day on Twitter, John referred to it, where I, th- I really feel like he's like a Leonardo da Vinci type in gaming. Just really thinks beyond what everyone else is doing and does it rarely, but when he does, it just knocks it out of the park. Um, I love his games, and when I'm I say games, so happy you're playing this, Scott. Yeah, this John's is one of my stuck. favorite video games ever of all time. And the and the fact that you're playing it just makes me so happy. <laughs> um, because I feel like a lot of people see the graphics for this and go, I don't think I'll like that. Yeah, they're that's wrong. The, that's what prevented me from buying it for so long. Is I I looked at it and I went, it's not that I hate what they're doing graphically. It's just that I don't think I'm going to have fun playing it. Right. And it's so different once you're in there and actually doing it. Yeah, it's a it's and a it, it's a very once you get the I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like I I feel like it's some of the most artsy use of of graphics ever. <laughs> like. This okay. If Lucas Pope is listening, he's not. But if he was, I would like to request for real for people like Bo and others who are really into VR. When I play this game, I think about that. I think about how not that it diminishes the experience at all playing it flat screen, but this would be so crazy in VR, just such a weird style because it's all done in this old, you know, Mac classic graphical style. You can change it, but that's the default. Yeah, you can pick which old computer you want it to look like. Yeah, but it's, it's all f- going to be old computers, but you can pick your old computer. Exactly, but what's weird is it's representing what what it's actually doing is showing a, a modern first-person bunch of movement and and control but doing it through this weird not filter, but I don't know how to explain it. It's and he did all this himself. The music all the way down to getting the voice acting from people and all that. This is all one dude doing this whole freaking thing. And it blows my mind. I'm trying to get a shooter thing. He's in the middle of looking and at some of the language. Some of it is in different languages. So it's not like he just went and grabbed people off the street and was like, Hey, you want to read for first mate? Like a lot of effort was made to find people to perform these parts because some of it's not even in English. Yeah. Like it's, and the game is just so cool. The way it starts with like this supernatural murder mystery, but it just gets bigger and bigger and creepier. Like it's a genuinely haunting game, even though, you know, you're not really encountering any enemies or anything like that. But like no. this game is scary at times. It is. You're like, absolutely right. And there's some sound. I don't know work. if you've gotten to any of the scary stuff yet. Well, I'm. I think some of the earlier. Stuff, so I'm not super far. I'm probably, I don't know, two hours in, maybe a little bit less. Um, there's more to go. Like an evil pirate called One-Eyed Lisa. One-Eyed Lisa, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and in there, or Lucy, was it Lucy? I don't remember. No, her real name's Lisa. <laughs> 
Sorry, back on that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. We're uh, talking about scary stuff. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of moments. They're just unsettling. And the audio, uh, the sound work in general is really genius. And, and if you put headphones on and when you're doing one of the sort of audio uh, memories and you just hear people like yelling on the deck of the ship and it's like a vast the things in the thing and the, the cracking and whatever, all this kind of like I mean, yelling. It seems perfect for VR for sure. Oh, 100%, dude. And just this weird art I'm- style in VR would be so trippy. I haven't started it yet, but I did buy it. I have the Seventh Guest. I've never played Seventh Guest mm. Mm. Um, or VR. They'd release it. For, so, like, this would be in that sort of realm of, like... Yeah, that vein. In locations, murder mystery, weird spookiness. Was it that or was it... Se- oh, yeah, no, Seventh Guest was getting the VR treatment, but also... What's the other one? Um, oh, Fad- Phantasmagoria is getting a... Oh, is that? Well, that, that's training? already on VR. Is it now? It. Oh, okay. Yeah, and John and I are playing with Guile and Carrot. Uh, Guile and no, Carrot. No, that's Phantasmophobia. Oh, wait, that's what you're talking about. You're not about. You're not talking about the old FMV. No, that's the one I'm talking about. Is the old FMV one? That one's getting a okay. VR treatment. Bo and I are playing Phantasmophobia with Kyle and Garrett on Halloween. You're talking about a, an FMV game, Phantasmagoria. Correct. Which was a cheesy, wait, are much we like playing- Seventh Guest. Are you playing Phasmophobia or Phantasmophobia? You guys are playing Phantasmophobia. Phantasmophobia. I'm I'm talking about Phantasmagoria that came out in the '90s. That's getting a VR thing. So, yeah, you, the oh one my, you're playing with so them old. may be getting VR. I don't know. Is it? I've played it. The one you're gonna play. It scared the shit out yeah, of me. By yeah, the way, the VR one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I'm gonna play it in VR. Holy shit! He's gonna dude. be in VR while we're playing like mortals. <laughs> It's crossplay, so it doesn't matter whether I play in VR or not. We're really fine. Yeah, you totally should do that. That's great. How prone to getting scared are you, Bo? Like, you never uh, talk about horror games, so where do you land when you play a scary game? I don't oh, it's know. Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. I'm usually pretty good, but um, if there's spiders in it, I'll die. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't think there's spiders. You're probably safe. No. no. I played like there's 10 rounds of that. Spiders. It scared the shit out of me, though, that game. I didn't like it. I played with some community members. They just laughed at me. It was bad. Uh, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I may have to go to flat screen. I may not be able to take it. It's entirely a possibility I'm in there 10 minutes and I'm like, nope. I'm out. Bail. I well, can get scared, but I, I don't I don't get scared easily unless it's spiders. Well, thus far, Return of the Oberdin, and I'm playing Papers, Please again on my phone because it's just handy and I have it in bed and stuff. Um I'm just totally loving this so far. I probably should stream it. I haven't been. I've been playing it in private. But uh, yeah, Return of the Oberdin's rad. It's on sale right now, I think. So worth grabbing. Came out in 2018. Music is just so good. And it's so weird because you wouldn't wouldn't think the music is fitting to the atmosphere because it's kind of jaunty and Mm -hmm. bouncing. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't think it would fit with this like dark mystery. Mm -hmm. It 100% does. It does. It just goes really well with it. I, I, not that I memorized it, but it's one of the games that I wish I could forget what I know about the game and play it again. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of replayability, right? Experience is so good. That's like, there's endless modes and stuff you can unlock in papers. Please. That game lends itself to replayability later after you've beaten the story. But in this case, this is a puzzle that once you finish it, you, you'll know what you did. Right, like yeah, I, I think it's complicated enough that you won't remember all of it, but you'll certainly go. You'll have enough pieces to where you will have a much easier second playthrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you you might you're not going to remember the entire crew because you're basically trying to identify a giant crew of people 
both who they are and how they died. And you're not going to remember all of that, but you'll remember a few key things here and there. And then of course there are some like just surprises about the journey of the Oberdin that, you know, you, you can't unknow. Yeah. Like you, once you've seen that this is part of what happened, you know that that's part of what happened. I will say of all the games I've played this year, this one, when I finally just put my head to it and said, let's play this is maybe the most immersive thing I've done. Like it, you get lost in it and it feels like you're there, even though this weird art style, you wouldn't think you could do that in this, but you, I just get so into it. It's so good. Anyway, so I'm going to keep playing that. I think I'm going to try to beat that. I'm not going to take any hints. I'm not going to go to any YouTube walkthroughs or anything. I'm going to do it on my own, man. I'm going to learn the hard way. I also played Jackbox Party Pack 10. And I did this because tomorrow on our uh, TMS play date, we're playing this with a bunch of community members and we always play the Jackbox stuff. We have all the other previous ones. They've all been great. Uh, There's always standouts, um, you know, from various uh, packages or uh, or versions of the game or whatever. This is no different. Um, I think TKO 2.0 is really good. If you ever played TKO. I was going to say, I saw that this had a sequel to TKO, which I do think is the best game that has ever been in jackbox it's very it's very favorite. good yeah it's very good oh. i i personally really always like the more trivia based ones as well and i'm happy to report that they have one in here called shoot tech ah, i don't have it in front of me i'll look it up um but it's basically an outer space trivia thing outer space themed trivia game uh or time time travel sorry that's what it is a time travel based trivia game that just hooked me in hard uh, so between that and uh, TKO, and there's a couple other real winners here, I think. Uh, it's a really strong uh, entry. It's the 10th entry. Oh, gross. Look at that cat taking a dump. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Pie for days. Oh, my it says. goodness. Pie for days. Yeah, that was our actual game that night. <clears throat> um, but uh, it's, it seems really good. And if you've already got them all, you know, you're probably going to collect these two. The only real hangup people have had is this thing went up by like 10 bucks or something than, pre- than previous ones at launch. So you're not really getting, it's not like you're getting extra games or anything. It's still the same number of games. You're going to get about the same value out of it, but you're going to pay more now. Um, call it inflation. I don't know, but, uh, this game costs a little bit more. I think it's 34 previous previously or no 30. Maybe it's not, maybe it's only six bucks, but five, six bucks. for days. Didn't win. That's a crime. You need better community. No, I agree. There was some trouble there. Uh, also there's a penis. Look at that. Bull nuts. Fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a little bit behind. I don't see that right now. I see. I like turtles and no, you'll get it shortly and it'll, it'll be gross. <laughs> um, anyway, it is, uh, it's great. And I think worth it, especially if you're a fan of this stuff. The only thing I wish they would do, I wish this company, <laughs> you got to it. I'm sure. I got I to it. Um, this company should make a launcher and let people a la carte their games. At this point, there's so many, and it's 10 packages. Just give me a cool, gridded-out launcher, categorize it, whatever. Here's the drawing ones. Here's the ones that are trivia-based. Here's whatever. And let you kind of pick and choose. Be a great way to launch stuff, but also buy stuff. And do it individually if you want, instead of having to buy an entire package. Because there may be some games you're just like, well, I'm never going to play that because I'm I'm never in the same room with people, and that one requires people to be talking to each other in a room. So I'm not going to buy that, but I would buy these four others that are all online friendly because that's how I'm playing or vice versa. Like, I think that would be a really cool value and maybe they will at some point, 
but they have so much good stuff. Quiplash in the past is amazing. I love Drawful, Drawful 2, Drawful Animate is excellent. Um, TKO, we mentioned. Yeah, it would almost be worthwhile to have, like, I know it's getting dangerous here, but like a subscription model, like a light subscription model where you just get to launch any of the games from a single application. Yeah. Yeah. Like and any new games that come out, you get access to if you're if you're in it. Something like that, because yeah. like that's the biggest problem. Is I I tend to like between one to two games from every single one that comes out. Sometimes if it's a real winner, and this is how I know a good one. I like three of them. Mm. Like, but I don't think I've ever liked every game in there. I think there's always a couple that just aren't very good, and. So it turns into like, well, I want to play these games and I want to play these games. And so there's a lot of like, all right, everybody, we're going to play this. Okay, hold on. I got to switch games out to something else, but then we're going to do that. Um, and it's just not, it's not yeah. the best way to handle be f- it. It'd be fun like, to build your own bundle. Like just say, yeah. these five games are my favorite and therefore they're in the Scott bundle and these others I don't care about or whatever. And there, there are some where I didn't care about them and then tried them later and figured out what the jam was and then really liked them. So just giving you that, that freedom would be really cool uh, kind of across the board, but I don't know what their plans are. Those guys are really cool and smart. They'll figure something out. Uh, But Jackbox party pack 10 available now. Uh, And there's some good ones in there. It's real good. Okay, John, let's throw it over to you. You not only bought installed and played Spider-Man two, you beat that game. I did, Jeez. you know, for somebody that was really tired of open world games, I did buy, play and beat Spider-Man two in this week. Damn. Um, so, uh, obviously I hated it. Um, <laughs> it's the worst, worst game, <laughs> obviously not a big fan of Spider-Man or the business he's getting up to. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man two is great. It is, uh, I think pretty easy to say, I, I think it's the best Spider-Man game that's ever been made. Um, I, I really think that it's, uh, it's solid. I see somebody always said short main story, maybe, but I'm at like 96% completion on that game. I've almost oh, wow. 100%. That's a it. lot. So it, uh, this is not with spent a lot of time playing Spider-Man. How many, um, hour, how many hours do you think was your run? I don't know because it's on PS five. I can't easily check. Mm. I do know that I had a couple of nights where I did not sleep very well this week. So it is hard to quantify. Mm. Um, but it's, uh, it's really, really good. Um, ev- everything about this game. Like if you played the first Spider-Man, if you played miles Morales, like all that stuff is in here. Um, the combining of both characters and bouncing off of them is, uh, is really solid. Mm-hmm. Like they, they do a good job again. I, I think I said this last week, making the case for Spider-Man being a character where there can be multiple spider people running around. I think like he's a character very uniquely justified to that. And they do really cool things with like, it tells its own story. Like it, this is its own corner of the Spider-Man lore. It diverges very much from what you may know. And I think in uh, mostly good ways, like there, there are some very smart things that this did uh, as far as the narrative goes. Is um, jumping between miles and Peter a thing you can kind of do whenever you want, or is that purely story based or how, how does that function? Story based. It does happen where it's just like, well, this is a miles chunk of the story. This is a Peter chunk of the story, but 
if you're just roaming the open world, you can switch anytime. Okay. Um, uh, unless, you know, if there's a narrative reason why you couldn't do that, that might come up every now and then. But in general, like, you can swap between them at any point. And it's... Uh, it, it, both characters feel different. Like, you, you get... Like, different but similar. Like, you know, you don't all of a sudden play Miles and go like, oh, but I'm terrible at playing Miles. It's just, he has different abilities and different ways you can approach things and different strengths compared to to Peter, depending on how you utilize them. Um, the game, I will say, does have a few... Uh, it's not perfect. So, you know, keep in mind, I did say, this is one of the best Spider-Man games ever made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do feel like it is worth pointing out a lot of people after the first Spider-Man game said, boy, I sure didn't want to play as Mary Jane in this video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you play as Mary Jane in this video uh. game. That, if that was some feedback you didn't want. But I will say this. Her missions in general, I actually liked them. They tend to space them properly. Um, and I do feel like, you know, we kind of talked about it with just your gaming in general. Palette cleansers, like... This game can start to feel, especially because I have done some marathons of playing this game, it can start to feel like go to a place, watch a cutscene, go to a place, fight a bunch of guys, go to another place, fight a bunch of guys, cutscene. Like, and you just get in that rhythm, and that's fun. I think they have spaced out the non uh, Spider Man focused stuff in a smart way where it paces out the content. Mm. Like there was never a point, maybe, maybe once or twice where I was like, why are we doing this? Mm. Um, and it was never really because what I was doing was bad. Like there's one that stands out. I don't want to get too spoilery. Um, so I want to, I want to talk around it, but like, obviously Mary Jane was a known quantity from the previous game that you play as her every now and then. Um, Miles has somebody else in his life that you play as, and her mission felt very out of place. Like, I didn't mind that they did it. It just, it hit at a weird point, whereas, like, Mary Jane felt like, like, oh, okay, this is a nice palate cleanser moment. Um, hers felt really, like, weirdly, like, we're going to do this for some reason. And I didn't, I couldn't really tell why. (laughs) Um, but... I will also say this, like those asides are not just like secondary characters. They do a lot of asides with the gameplay in ways that you might not expect. Mm. And uh, again, that's starting to get into spoiler territory. But like there is some like flashback type stuff uh, where you're not exactly Spider-Man, but you're not exactly just running around doing um, stealth missions or whatever. Sure. So. They they do a lot of cool things. Most of it, like 90% of it, I liked. Um, and then narratively, like, there are a couple story blemishes with this game. And I can't talk about any of them. Well, you're a big Marvel but- <laughs> guy. I, try, I trust you on that, though, because you know more Marvel shit than most people I know. So you probably have, like, a better take on that than most or people. But, know, like. Anyway. That's the thing is like most of this game like does really cool things. Um, You know, characters like I'll I'll speak generally about Spider-Man. So it's this isn't about the game specifically. But, you know, if Norman Osborn shows up in a story, Mm -hmm. 
you you know something's up. Like if if Willem Dafoe walks up and is telling you what a science whiz he is, yeah, you're like, well, I don't know if I should trust you, Willem. Mm. <laughs> I feel like this relationship could go sour. Yeah. Um, like there there's baggage that comes with characters. And I think the thing that this game does so well, and part of why I say that I think the the writing and the storytelling in this game generally is very good, is even in those cases where I was maybe felt like I I knew what a character should be or a direction they might go, they got me to feel the way the game wanted me to feel about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Again, to use Spider-Man as an example, Willem Dafoe's telling me what a science whiz he is. And instead of going, I'm suspicious of you, Mr. Osborne, because I've read a comic book, I'm going, look at this guy. Look how great he is. What could possibly go wrong? You know, like mm-hmm. they put me where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because those moments are so good, there are a couple narrative moments where things just sort of happen because they have to happen. And it, those moments stand out because the rest of it is really, really good. Interesting. Um, but overall, I mean, a- again, the game is fantastic. Uh, there's a reason I beat it in a week. It's super, uh, it, like, everything's just turned up in mm. a big way from what it has been in the past games. Um, it starts with, you know, one of the most bombastic, like, openings of a game since Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> that I've seen, like, on spectacle-wise, I think Final Fantasy 16 is maybe the only thing that can trump this as far as spectacle. Sure. Like, the set pieces are crazy big and and really, really cool. So, uh, it just, like, to me, this is what a AAA game should look, feel, and play like. And the fact that I'm at 96% complete should tell you that the side missions in general are a lot better than... Than most like yeah, I was I, gonna say usually you're if they're bad you kind of skip them right you're not a fan yeah 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 I, I like I have no need to clear out a map typically yeah. and the stuff that I skipped are are things where you know like there's some stuff that's combat arena e that I was like eh, I don't yeah. know if I need to go do this this doesn't this doesn't compel me super super badly but the traversal is so good that I didn't really mind doing like, you know, there's, there's a collectathon where it's like, eh, just fly around, you know, get this stuff. And I went, all right, well, I have a good enough time swinging around that like collecting stuff sounds fun because I like traversing the city. Um, web slinging feels like a slight downgrade. Although I did hear that there is a realism adjustment that you can make. It does occasionally with the web swinging, I feel like I end up lower than I should, Mm. which sounds like more realistic web slinging. And maybe they were cheating it before and it's not an issue now. Um, But it did. It didn't feel quite as good as the original. But counter to that, they have added web wings, which I thought I was going to hate because I am old and I hate anything new. Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, I want to swing around the city. That's what I play Spider-Man for. That's what it's all about. I don't want to fly like, you know, Rocky the squirrel. Like, I just, I want to swing. The web wings are awesome. 
I was very quick to change my opinion and tune on the web wings. I had a great time and you can kind of combo them so you can do a big swing and then deploy the web wings and glide and build up speed and then use that into a faster swing, which sends you up higher so you can glide more like that stuff is all really, really cool. The traversal in the game is is incredible. It kind of always has been, but I feel like the stuff they've added is even better. They've got a bunch of wind tunnels so you can zip around like the game does have unlockable fast travel, but you really don't need it. Like Mm -hmm. in general, you can get across all of New York very, very quickly if need be. So, uh, yeah, highly recommend this game. Uh, It's it's phenomenal. I did not want to play another open world game. I wanted to be like Scott and cleanse that palette. Mm -hmm. And then I played this pretty much nonstop for a week and that should tell you what you need to know. Yeah, if you if you were worried it wasn't going to be a good Spider-Man game, good news, it's a great Spider-Man game. So, yeah. Get it. Really um good. I will say a couple things. One, oh, I wanted to ask you and maybe if this is spoilery or somehow, don't tell me, but I okay. wasn't sure it would be, but is there any hints in this as to Insomniac's next game, which is supposed to be the Wolverine game? Where there was there any kind of like connective I tissue? The or? next one's going to be Mary Jane, right? Uh, there is a there is a direct reference in a non-story capacity. So this is not a story spoiler. People who are going to get uppity about spoilers. Yeah. There's a direct reference to Wolverine in this video. Okay. Game. All right. Not in the not again. Not a story one, but it, it is a hundred percent in there. Everybody is speculating what their next game is going to be. Like I've seen so many articles about. Man, I hope the next game they make is uh, Venom. <laughs> and this game sets up about 100 sequels, to be honest. Like, yeah. if you're a Spider-Man fan, this game goes real deep on potential DLC, uh, expansions, sequels, spin-off yeah. series, like uh, a million things. And the one thing I didn't feel like it set up was a Venom sequel. Yeah. And that's what everyone I, wants. I mean, I, I might have missed something, but like, that's what everyone is talking about. Now, I would not be opposed to it, um, but I like Venom. Venom is one of my favorite characters. And there is there is just cool stuff in here. Um, there's references to the King in Black, which I know you read yeah. a lot of that stuff. Oh, there's, loved it. there's King in, King in Black stuff all over this. And I, I don't know if they're going to tell that story. I don't, I don't think they're going to, but maybe they will. Like as soon as I saw that spiral design in the world, I was like, Oh my gosh, what are we going to do here? Yeah. Um, so King in Black stuff is all over it. Um, it references a lot of really cool Spider-Man lore. And again, sets up it sets up a whole universe like they could do they could do so many things uh, in this universe and in this game uh, with these characters. So I know they're deep into the into the Wolverine games development. So I would think that's next, but maybe it isn't. Maybe they got other plans, you know. I don't know. I mean, they may do this trend because we got, uh, you know, we got Spider-Man one. Then we got Miles Morales. Then we got Spider-Man two. Maybe there is going to be, you know, Venom. And then Spider-Man 3, you know, maybe we just keep building or maybe they divert for a while. Maybe they make Wolverine and then maybe they make something else, some other Marvel character, and then they bring them all together. Yep. Daredevil would be a really good Oh, that'd be great. To make. And you could you could cross over pretty good with Daredevil. Those two are always yeah. working together. You can go to Hell's Kitchen. I, mean, I was hanging out there and I was like, maybe I'll see him. Yeah, you, you, fought, um, uh, you fought Kingpin in that first game. 
I don't know if yeah. he shows up again. Probably not. Right? I'm not going to say. Because he's in jail when I left him last. <laughs> he wasn't killed. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there you go. Spider-Man 2. Good game, turns out. Shocking. Good game. You know, with all those failures that are littered behind Insomniac, how did we? How could yeah, we be there's, sure? there's such a sordid history. Yeah, a real rough, rough, uh, <laughs> a rough look back at a, at a bad catalog. Suddenly they have a hit. So well done, guys. Uh, good job. Uh, let's see. Let's. Ca- oh, you started like a ja- a dragon again. The game Bo played to <laughs> like- death. How how'd this go? And are you going to keep playing? What are you doing there? I want to because the sequel's coming out soon. Infinite Wealth is coming out soon. There was. It's not in the news because honestly, they didn't show anything that felt mind blowing. But Microsoft did a partner showcase, mm. and they showed not a preview for Infinite Wealth exactly. They showed a preview means- for a mini game inside of Infinite Wealth. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically Animal Cro- Yakuza Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Being added to the game. Yeah. Land that um, pre-order button now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I 100% want to play this game. I loved the time I spent in Yakuza Like a Dragon. I think the game is immediately funny. Like, right from the get-go, when they basically say... Why are you getting hit? Like, these are people you could beat up easily. Why are you letting them hit you? Are you masochistic? And he's basically like, I don't know. I just played so much Dragon Quest. I feel like they got to get their chance to hit me. And that's how they explain turn-based combat is that the protagonist could win all these fights without taking a hit. But he chooses not to because that's not what a hero does. I I love it so much. It's so stupid. Yeah. And, combat's fun uh, as hell too i so. want to play infinite wealth i would love to play it when it comes out so i have to get through yakuza yeah, like a dragon like, and actually like beat you it. Need to, yeah it sounds like you need to be playing this game yeah if you when's want, the if you what's want. do we have a date on the new one when's that it's not this year is it or is it i think it might actually it, be it's year. soonish yeah i i, I still think that uh the, the other one hasn't come out yet a dragon with no name. Oh no! Early next year, January twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. Okay. Is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, January is not far off. We are November, no. and like yeah. a dragon, Gaiden is coming out in uh, two weeks. Yeah, that one's getting. There's some. There's a Game Pass game that I think is like an interim game. That's not. It's not a turn based tied to this guy thing. Yeah, that's the like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased. That's Gaiden. Okay, so that's actually a yeah, game pass so, right fo- now. Follows uh, Kiryu um, in hiding, and it's yeah, it's the traditional beat him up. Right. It's his 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 brand of storytelling, which is just uh, you have four styles of fighting, and you mash the buttons and pick up bicycles and beat them up, but you never shoot anybody. But that one's set he- in a in the ancient time or something, right? Or am I no, thinking? It's, uh, no, it takes place current day. Okay. Yeah. All right. He did yeah. not play so much Dragon Quest. Oh, you're talking he about like Ishin. His opponent should hit him. <laughs> but yeah, you are, a- you're, there is a there is one Ishin which came out recently, which is all the Yakuza characters, but uh, in feudal Japan. Oh, the same characters? But it's crazy. Not like yeah, yeah like, they it's do like, that it's almost all like the, the time. Same like, like it's weird. Yeah. Like it's everyone you recognize from every Yakuza game, but it's set in feudal Japan for some reason. And I haven't played it, but I th- they're not playing their characters. It's like actors playing other characters. 
Weird. Which is kind of a neat idea. Like, imagine um, Marcus Phoenix is in, uh, you know, uh, Mario Wonder, but he's, <laughs> he's not Marcus Phoenix. It's just no. the act. It's just the actor. He's in- like, hi, I'm Bob. Um. Yeah. No, he's going to play Mario. He's he's your Mario. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That'd yeah, it would be all right. Slap well, a mustache on him. He'd be a great actor to play actor. Yeah. I say in quotations to play Mario. Um, yeah, but- they they do that kind of stuff with Yakuza. They get really weird with it sometimes, and it's it's kind of a joy to see. You know, we were talking about game length and how a lot of people are complaining that Spider Man Two is shorter than the previous games. Um, they're not really. The Marvel's original Spider Man, the the one from twenty eighteen, was seventeen hours for the story, twenty five or so if you want to do everything. This new one, twenty eight if you want to do everything, and slightly more looks like eighteen, nineteen hours to beat the main story. It's actually a little longer. I think people have weird yeah. memories. I I thought, thought it was a good length. <laughs> I liked it. Did like, you feel like it didn't overstay its welcome? Because sometimes open world games that are four hundred hours definitely feel like they overstay their welcome. You know? Uh, yeah, it didn't. Uh, I was ready to finish it when I got to the end. Like the yeah. side quest stuff that I could have done, I was not particularly interested in doing. Yeah. So I wasn't really feeling any draw there. And I was like, no, I'm pretty much ready to see it in. Now, if the story had suddenly branched and gone into another direction, like absolutely I would have played more of it. Mm-hmm. So I think I think maybe sometimes people confuse, like I don't think it's long enough for I just want more game. Um, I do think we're going to get it. I do think the last game had some Black Cat story DLC that kept coming out. Um, there are some slight uh well not unresolved they they have plenty of threads that they can pull on uh for this one major one feels like if it isn't in dlc you spend too much time dealing with it for it to be sequel bait oh wow so i i would bet money i know the direction that the um that the sequel is going to go into. And it's so funny because I think, I think the game did a really good job. They, this is how they do their side content. And it's really smart. Um, as if I didn't talk about Spider-Man. I know. Sorry. That's kind of my fault for bringing up the, but but go ahead. The, the smart thing they do is they give you missions, right? So it's like, go, uh, you know, go stop this. And you go there and you go to the base and you beat people up. And they're yeah. like, all right, we found another base. Go there and beat them up. So you do like one or two of these things, but then they throw in like a big cutscene and story beat that pulls you in. So like one of the early things was I was fighting crimes and there were all these people that were just starting fires. Yeah. And they were just like, they were called the cult of the flame. Mm. And I was sitting there and I was like, who in the Spider-Man universe would be the flame? Like are, do we, we got a bunch of Johnny Torch, like, Johnny Storm, Human Torch worshippers. Sure. Like, what is, what is this going to be? So I wasn't that interested in it. Yeah. But I was. It was something to do. And then I got a cutscene, and then you see who the cult leader is, and he's called the Flame, and the Flame icon is a fire with a spiral in it, and he's a redheaded gentleman. Uh, and I was like, is this what I think this is? Mm. And suddenly I'm intrigued, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and so that's what the game does really, really well is establishing breadcrumbs where it's like, Oh, I want to see how this evolves. And I want to see, you know, where this story is going to go. And I think that's just a smart design on how to get people interested in your, your weird side activities. But there were a few of those that I was not particularly mm. interested in. I was like, oh, I'm good. Um, so I, 
the only things I felt like the game could have been longer on is some story beats felt rushed, but we're talking minutes longer, not hours longer. Yeah. Just starting to see there's a general, I feel like there's a general trend toward this or maybe gamers perception of it. I don't know that games that used to be huge are getting smaller because that's how they're going to make more money, spend less to make it. And I know it's a little conspiratorial, which is why I'm not really latched onto it, but I felt like there was a lot of talk around Spider-Man around that. There's definitely talk about that around Mirage, Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is definitely shorter than they're usually making them. It's also a little less money, not a lot, but a little, um, 10 bucks. So I don't know, that may be an interesting conversation one day. Cause if, if more triple A's cut out more content and really deliver tight, short, shorter, but tighter gameplay, tighter storylines and stuff, are people going to be torn about what they should complain about? You know? Should they complain? Yeah, I think that's our job. Like where we gotta, where we gotta do our part for avoiding this bubble burst yeah. thing that I talked about is to be more okay with like, did you play Spider Man two and have a wonderful time? Yes, then be happy. Be glad. Don't sit there and go. But it was only eighteen hours. <laughs> like you, you have to be able to rein in your own expectations a little. Like I did not go into it thinking it was going to be a one hundred plus hour RPG. Like I. I don't know. Like there's a weird expectation there. And I get that maybe that comes with video games getting more expensive or maybe you go, well, it's got two Spider-Men in it. So that should be double the Spider-Man. Like, (laughs) I I don't know what the the mental math on that is, but we, we also have to be okay with games, like kind of just being good and being what they are and going, Oh, that was great. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed my time. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's okay if we don't want AAA again to disappear completely because it can't get bigger every single game. That's no. unsustainable. I agree. Neither can their corporate profits, but they still try to do that. So we'll see what they do. We'll see how in perpetuity they can keep growing. Um, all right. So Like a Dragon, still rad. Started it up again. You're playing. We'll see how that You're goes. from the beginning? Yeah, did you start uh, yes, over? Yes, I did because okay. I couldn't And how remember. far are you? Not very far at all. Oh, okay. uh, I remembered. I remembered in the early hour of playing it that I had to watch Road to Perdition. Did, did oh. you feel like crying? <laughs> and and uh, it, like what I I did the the core daily video about this. But what I love about Yakuza games is they make you really want to beat up the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it's always a bad guy to beat up. And you're like, okay, it's boss time. But like, they always just drop in two minutes of like something really shitty that they're going to do to make you really in the mood for beating them up. Yep. So, and that this game has some good ones. Um, so yeah. And, and you'll cry. I think. Oh, John's going to cry. Yeah, is he? It's got a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, I, it's not hard. You can find internet evidence of me crying. I'm yeah, but sure. it's a, it's a real tear jerker as it goes on. It's very melodramatic. It's it, the juice is worth the squeeze. So just stick with it. <laughs> I recommend it. my favorite. I like that. I like juices worth the squeeze. My favorite thing in the last couple of days is completely unrelated is a gif of John that I made from a video someone else posted of you eating an apple on one of your streams. Uh-huh. Um, let me just show it to people real quick. It's, it's a good time. Um, I just want, I want to feel about things the way John feels about this apple slice that he is eating because he is so jazzed about it. Look at this, you guys. Here it is, Chad. I'll put it up on the screen. Look at him go to town and then, then look, and look at the review after. Yeah. Look at that bite. Boom! Flavor, bite flavor, a, nothing but fist. That's the baby, me. It kind of is, yeah. The little like victory baby. Oh yeah, yeah like victory baby. Yeah, 
I feel like at some point someone's going to write an article about this is victory, baby, all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're minutes away from a horrible TikTok making the rounds. It's going to happen. Anyway, just wanted to share that. Hope people in, at home enjoyed it. If you're not here live, then I'll just describe it. John's eating an apple and then fist pumping. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's... I, the person who created the video asked me if I was okay with them posting that. They're like, is, are you okay? Are you going to be mad if I post this? I was like, no, if I do, if I do something stupid. That's fair. I got like, a similar, I've already put it on the internet. Like it's fair. I got a similar request from the same person about other clips. And, and I told them we're already, this is already us online. This is already public. So any of this you, you take is fine. Go for yeah, it. This cute, it's kind of adorable that he was asking because it's cute stuff. Like, if he had footage of me, I don't know, like under the Queens Bridge, yeah, I'd be like, maybe you want to check with me first before posting that because I didn't mean for that to get it. Yeah, but. that wasn't you didn't consent, but you are automatically consenting to show yourself self right now. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's I mean, I don't tip. I if it gets taken out of context, that's one thing. If you know, like right. But he's not doing me that. Going, I hate this, and I do that, and you're like, "Yeah, I captured that react face," and then it's like a box of puppies get shown, and then me going, "I hate this." Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. don't change the context. We're not into that, but, but and if but look, and we're not even saying Bo goes under that bridge and does anything under there. We're not saying yeah. that he does. Who's anything. to say? Maybe yeah, who does, is to say? He doesn't. It was just Bo's an example. <laughs> looking for Bo's footage. business <laughs> and maybe other people's, but mostly just Bo's. We do a little dark web search later, see if I can find some of this. They don't. When you go under the bridge, they don't exactly cotton. Mm-hmm. So you bring in cameras and recording things there. The other fellas, I mean. yeah, the other guys in there that are there for the reasons you're there. Uh, they don't just want, there to hang it under a bridge. It's bridge club under a bridge. Like-minded dudes hanging out. Yeah, building bridges. I mean, uh, you'll see some of that in Yakuza, like a dragon. So you know. really, I don't remember that. Well, this yeah, this. Not this far bridges. enough. Oh, you go under them. But do you do things under the bridges, like, like, like Norm Macdonald yeah. style? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking uh, about here, right? Norm, Norm joke about the bridge. No, I don't think you do Norm, Norm under the bridge, Norm stuff. Okay, but there is. Well, you know, there's there's still some, you know, <laughs> there's some under the bridge tangentially related business going on. The, di- mean, the diaper, diaper man, the, the diaper the, yakuza, the man baby diaper scenes are, are sticking my mind. Yeah, <laughs> they're a yakuza family that hang out together outside of work to uh, enjoy being treated like a baby by a dom, mommy dommy. And no offense to anyone who's into that. I'm just that's, saying. That's just one of the many adult uh, entertainments available in Yakuza Like a Dragon. That's right. Play it today. Catch it while it's still available. Uh, John, let's talk about a little catch up here on Frog Wrestling. I see everyone's wrestling in a warehouse or something. What is going on here? What do we got? Yeah, we had a backstage fight. Bo, uh, it's unclear at this point, I should say. Um, people believe Bo jumped Brian Dunaway post-match for a backstage brawl. Um, a fight backstage did break out between Bo and Brian Dunaway. Unclear who instigated it, uh, but this is a this is a thing that happened. And uh, you know we're we're continuing a lot of stories here. Core is now two people. It's you and Brian Dunaway. Everybody else got kicked out. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the wrestling world is still recovering from these dramatic changes. Um. I like that wrestlers, you know. if they break into a fight in the back room, just fight like wrestlers. 
you know? Yeah. And you just film it. Yeah. yeah. And you just put cameras on it and you just let them, let them fight it out. Let them yeah. get it out of their system. It's like, they can't just punch each other. Like at a bar, they have to do grapples and flips and teabagging and whatever you do. Yeah. It's the notorious wrestling teabag. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, what's Bo's call? Oh, the taint one. This taint no thing. Yeah, taint no thing. Very normal. He did just, not. He did not deliver a taint no thing. And actually, uh, there's a lot of worry that Bo's new headset was broken in this uh, in this fight because he took a lot of a lot of face plants onto concrete with that fancy new oh, headset. No. Oh um, no! Gosh dang! And Bo Bo did ultimately lose this fight. So there there is concern about the future of the VR headset after that. So wait, Bo, oh, you you picked when this will I fight. reach rock bottom? Yeah, when does that happen? Did you? So you picked I'm this on, fight and then lost this fight. That's pretty dark. Well, we don't know if he picked it. We just know that a fight broke out. Okay. I probably picked it. I'm pretty salty. I'm sliding, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing one match after another. Rematch, Scott still lost. I, I'm depressed. Yeah, <laughs> kicked out of core. I went on a big losing streak when I got kicked out of core. It just it just sort of happens. Like, it's weird. Oh, you, get, man, you get kicked out, and then, you know, one moment you're on top, next moment you're losing every match you're in. Ben stealing title matches from you. It's brutal. It's a brutal fight. This fight in the warehouse is brutal, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it gets real violent. Yeah. But uh, we got some big things coming up. Um, I'm doing uh, Pond News updates every uh, Monday. Short little videos letting people know what's going on in Frog Wrestling, what happened the previous week, storyline updates. I do want to eventually see if I can bug you guys for clips or promos or something to throw on to- that totally down would be totally ready fun. for it i'll even wear jorts for that i'll cut some jeans <laughs> i will i'm I mean, doing it that's way more than i expected but i am not gonna say no to it hell yeah i'll cut some jeans i'll make my own jorts because i don't own any and i will i will do whatever you want <laughs> you tell me i'll do it that sounds great yeah. uh you also played Fortnite. that's weird yeah i know That's weird yeah i know <laughs> speaking of palate cleansers i did play a couple of matches of fortnite i did link a youtube video yeah. so michael myers yeah. halloween icon not the canadian comedian no um he got added to fortnite yeah <laughs> and that's fine but what really is good is how much the emote that you get with him how good it is. It's crazy how much is involved in it. It's it is not so just, good. Yeah. So for, for people that can't see, and it's mostly audio, the emote, you don't necessarily have to be Michael Myers either, but basically a keyboard manifests in front of you. And with your right, with the right hand, you start playing the Halloween theme, the do, 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 And then with the left hand, when it gets to the, the deeper notes, the dun, dun, you lift up a butcher knife and stab the keys to play those, those notes. Here, I'm going to play and, I'll play a little bit of it here. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. So he's just playing it like a piano. And then... stabbing the keys it's too good dude that's i liked it so much i went well i gotta get it while it's available it's probably not gonna be available again for a year because it'll go away until halloween next year so i logged in to get it and then i bought it and then i went well i just went to all this trouble to buy it i gotta play a match or two with it so then i did that so (laughs) 
I, I don't know. What's the and point then, of buying it? And then because Fortnite right, does right. the does the shitty practice of like you have to buy more coins than what the thing costs. Mm. I had extra coins. They all do it. And I had I had just enough. Not just enough. I had slightly more than enough to buy the season pass. Mm. So I bought the season pass. Of course you did. And now I feel in, obligated. Yes, you're playing to play Fortnite the game. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. You're shit. a Fortnite player again. That's well, because it's... okay. So here's why I bought it. Because <laughs> I've said multiple times now that I don't like this season pass. Like it's just not for me. I'm not really interested in any of the stuff in it. That's just how I feel. But there is a side quest line to the season pass. It's not even part of the season pass that unlocks Ahsoka. And I think I'm going to do that so I can get I can get my Ahsoka skin. Nice. And then I can feel good. Then I can feel like this was money well spent and I, I did fine. And you got to um, earn so many bad skins to get that Ahsoka skin, it seems like. Oh. No, you can actually work on the Ahsoka quest uh, independent. Oh, really? So you, it, there's no rank. You can start unlocking Ahsoka stuff immediately. Oh. Okay. So I don't have to play through to any particular rank. And, and yeah, I can actually see in chat. It's been a terrible season. I don't like it so far. Mm. Uh, I will say that, like, if you're looking for my this Fortnite season review, I haven't played that many matches, so this is not comprehensive. But I do not like this season so mm. far. All right. Can I ask you a Soka question though? And this goes to something we discussed before. Yeah. Uh, when they put, so they put, um, what's her name, uh, Diablo lady, dear mother, Lilith. what's her name, Lilith. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. They put her in uh, Warzone as an operator. Yeah. And I was curious about that one too. So I tuned in to see how her hitbox was arranged. And you can shoot at her big giant horn head, and it will not make any difference if you hit her horns or any of the extra bulk. It, she only has a hitbox for a human sized head. Yeah. Uh, it just shoots through the other stuff. So in Ahsoka's case, I had this whole conversation months ago where we talked about her head being a liability and a shooter. Is it? You're a, wondering if they had erogenous zones. No, no. Oh, yeah, that's where we were going <laughs> yeah, with that's it. That's what he was worried. I forgot about that, but that was mostly John because he was talking about Twi'leks and their. I sensitive. think it was mostly you. What was it? I, <laughs> I just was. I just was curious if they ever just put it in their mouth and if that was considered taboo. That's where that started, and then we got yeah. deeper and worse. But my point is, when you're playing her in Fortnite, and are you a are you a worse target? You're certainly more visible because you got that big old head, right? People see it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would have to test it. I haven't tested it, but there are so many skins in Fortnite that like Ahsoka doesn't even like, I don't think she would even be in the like top 50 hmm. liability skins. Like oh. there are some ma like, okay, full disclosure. I bought another thing while I was on the store. I got to admit to this, it wasn't relevant at the time, but I've spent more money on Fortnite, a game I'm barely playing right now, because they were selling a stupid Transformers pack. Oh, yeah, they had the, yeah, okay. Did so you get, I, oh. I bought Bumblebee and Megatron, and then they also made a Transformer out of the battle bus, and there's a pack of them together, and I bought it because I'm having a midlife crisis involving buying Transformers stuff, and, you know, just let me have my midlife crisis. It's still cheaper than buying a sports car. No, but, uh, you're right. It is. It's better uh, than golf. If you were a golfer and you were going to a golf club every weekend, you'd be paying way more money. You're fine. This oh, is yeah, a good yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I didn't buy that giant life-size Optimus Prime. No. 
I would have if I had won the lottery that oh, night. But I, I would didn't. loved one of those. Um, but yeah. like Bumblebee, like he's as big as a skin can be, and he's bright yellow. Like he's way more of a liability on a map than Ahsoka. Mm. There's people with glowing heads. Yeah. There's there's people that like literally they look like they got a bullseye on their head. There's people that like shine. Yeah. Like, my there, fault. There's I a didn't... lot of stuff that are way worse than Ahsoka. But I am curious if you can. Ends last week in Diablo, and, and now it's I'm spreading. Oh no, yeah. the disease is yeah. spreading. I forgot what you bought. What did you buy? Did you buy a horse I or bought, something? I, I bought a particulate. Uh, Oh, the particle effect bow and full uniform, but just yeah. for the bow stuff. You they didn't said. buy the new sexy transmog that people linked. Oh, no. there's a sexy that, transmog. Yeah, there's a sexy transmog. Well, let's take a look. Where who's it, got that? It, it, Somebody um, tweeted the core Twitter account with it. Let me see here. Actually, oh. I, I'm showing something as part of my section, so I actually have the game client o- open. Uh, it's not that I'm oh, playing the game. Okay. I just randomly happen to have it open. So hang on. All right, let's take a look. I can show you. Whoops. There's both screen. Let's see the. All right. So the shot. I don't know let's why see. it's lagging, but it's lagging. It's probably just a capture thing. I think I have a lot of copies of stuff open. Yeah. Uh, it's this thing oh, right here. The yeah, beauty, beauty, beauty and sin. In sin. There okay. you go. Could you have a dude it's, version or just lady? There is a dude version, but that's my character it previews on. I think if you pick an item, you can swap body type. There you go. Pull that out. Right. Get us a zoom. zoom out. I want to see what's going on downtown. It, it won't. Oh. No. All right. That's oh, there you go. fine. That's less sexy. I mean, if I'm you know, going to my fetish club, then I'm like, this is awesome. I want to wear this. That's a pretty good but fetish I, thing, yeah. And if it suits the Diablo aesthetic, but like, I don't want to wear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll show you what I bought. I bought the, the well, whatever. Yeah, let's see your sword. The, or the, not the store, it's not in the store I right now. I saw the Ahsoka owl in the store. But I've got the, um, you know, this here, the flames. See how it glows a little bit? Oh, yeah, it's a little bit of a glow. It's got the money yeah. glow. That's called money glow. Yeah. That's what that is. Cash. <laughs> cash. cash. I got cash on my bow. Cash bow. I always appreciated the a little bit on the nose uh, move that Final Fantasy fourteen did with its uh, mount store where the most expensive mount is actually a whale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's how I it should feel be. like it's just advertising truth. Yeah, that's how it should be. The bigger the animal or mammal, the more money it should cost. You know, whales are mammals, right? <laughs> I think so. Is that right? I think that's right. Yeah, I think it's been right. a while since I looked. All right, I will now stop searching sexy D four transmog. Get out of that. Okay, okay there great. we go. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Bo. Diablo four season two season of blood. You're continuing to do that. Your rogue died. Yeah. Um, um, what happened? Sorry, I just got a knock at the door. One second. Oh no. It's, the, <laughs> it's probably that neighbor going, where's my, well, let me tell you about a game called Spider-Man two, Scott. Yeah. Tell um, me about how long Spider- it is. <laughs> Spider-Man two. Uh, let me tell you about the video game bubble and Spider-Man two. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, Bo's back. That was your Bo's back. All I right, hope, good. Was that your neighbor? Right, sorry, I'm back. Was that your delivery neighbor by chance that you? Um, 
No, no, my mom's home, but I locked her out. Oh well, so shit. Prefer. Don't, be, don't be doing that. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lock you can't you can't lock from the unlock from the outside. Oh, I got and you. And I always by habit close it. I just close it again. Sa- safety first. I understand. Yeah. So it was my bad. Anyways, uh, Diablo. Yeah. Yes. So I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to update on Season of Blood because mm-hmm. I hadn't fully formed my opinion. So I'm, I'm back to the display capture because I have something to show you guys. All right. Let's see what you got. Um. Uh, where is it? Collections. Uh, I ripped. Hello. I can hear you. Yep. You're there. I, ri- I ripped. You ripped. So, yeah. So I he lost died. my hardcore he character. Oh, you died. That's what you say. Permanently dead forever. And yeah. we're going to come and, back okay. to life. You call and that ripped. All right. That's fine. And Whatever. what's pretty funny about this here is that, um, the rogue died at, they both died at level 89 exactly. Whoa. So I'm showing, I'm showing my Hall of Fallen Heroes. They're also the exact same lady. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't change it up. I just play, <laughs> play my. Yeah, why, why take advantage he knows of a what robust he likes, character Scott. creator? He doesn't need to experiment. He yeah, knows. sure. I guess not. So, um, um, yeah. but, but what I wanted to point out, the reason I have it open to show you is this is my preseason rogue. Mm hmm. Yeah. And the time, look, you'll note the time played 186 hours at level 89. Good Lord. Yeah. That's how long I played. In season two, level 89, yeah. 59 hours. Wow. That they is really a did lot better. That is, that, so that is a much better number. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the, that was my whole reason for doing this. I'll turn it off now. My whole reason for just loading up the client was just to show, um, how much has changed? <laughs> like I think, I think that's a pretty big indicator of of change uh, in terms of how long it's going to take you to level up to a high level and experience this content and get the goodies and stuff. They mm. have sped up this game like you wouldn't believe. Well, they said forty percent, um, right? Faster to get to a hundred. Did that feel like? Is that number? way fa- The evidence points to way faster than forty percent for me. Mm. That was like that's like sixty percent faster. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, part of that is so, you're a, like a pro at this point with the rogue. A yeah, little, but a little still, bit of it, it, right? Just a tiny it's bit. Still, like, yeah, but I mean, it's, it still points to it's still time put in. Like, it's not like you avoid killing demons all that much in the game. That's kind of all there is to do. So you're pretty much getting juice the most most of the time. Mm. Um, all that to say is I've updated impressions from last week because I was enjoying it, but I actually want to say uh, these changes have been really, really good. The game is really fun. Mm. I have I've bought like I think probably twelve games in the past week. Yeah, on VR and on Steam, lots of stuff I want to play. The only thing I want to do is play Diablo Four right now. Mm. It's just hitting. It's hitting on all cylinders. It's fun. It. It feels faster. I might even have time for a second character now. I mean, I'm technically playing a second character. I've re-leveled my rogue. My rogue's already level 50. Like the replacement, the third rogue. I guess oh, my you could say gosh, dude. Already. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it did, it, and because I had a stash full of gear, it makes it even faster. But, like, it doesn't take long to level anymore. And it's fun. And there's always there's new stuff to do. I died to one of the new bosses on my first attempt. And I was kind of sleepy and didn't scroll of escape quick enough. Mm. You know, it was just... Sleepy bow problems. Um, yeah. I should have left. I got stubborn <laughs> um, and didn't leave. I, I love that the, this Diablo hook got into you again right at the time that you said, uh, now that I'm going to, you know, quit my full-time job and do this now and focus on this. You're I, like, bet, I know. Get- I'm like, I got so much to do and I'm just like, <laughs> man, I want to play. This is a, you know. 
I mean, but maybe you know this is a fun. sign. Maybe you're supposed to be a pro Diablo streamer guy now. Maybe. maybe I can. Maybe I'll just be streaming lots of Diablo. I don't know. Like, um, so it's just got its hooks in me. BlizzCon is next week. So I find that's adding to the excitement a little bit of playing Diablo, mm-hmm. right? Because sure. they have teased that there's going to be big announcements for Diablo 4 next week at blizzcon yeah so i'm like kind of caught up in the hype playing diablo and looking forward to more cool diablo uh, i don't think i'll play like for weeks and weeks and weeks but the season's really good and the game's in a much better place than it was preseason. and if you play i guarantee if you either of you pop it open you'll get a taste and want to keep playing so if you don't want that distraction maybe don't play it but if you're like <laughs> i want to get in here and play a little bit you kind of i think you're going to find that you get hooked a lot easier, faster because you'll be leveling, getting gear, and progressing, and just enjoying shit a lot faster. The vampire zones are pretty fun. Um, I, yeah. I updated it. I just need to get in there. I updated this week. You know. I was like, I'm going to play this week. I did the same thing with. Um, I reinstalled uh, Warham- the Warhammer Dark Tide deal. Had full intentions. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we got to figure out a time when we can play, but. Yes, There's also I'm, a bunch of people I'm in our available. community. There's people in our community trying to get Heroes games going again, I noticed. Well, I play, I, I, we played some Heroes with the community. I played some Heroes with the community last week, I mm. think, like a week ago. Yeah. And it was fun. It was a good time, you know? So, I may um, do a little more of that, too. I want to play that. Uh, yeah, I miss that. I've been People <laughs> who've listened to me say, like, I'm going to do a classic WoW run. Like, I'm subbed to WoW so I can get into classic. <laughs> I haven't started that yet, either. One guy was like, I'm already level 60. Where are you, buddy? And I'm like... Well, you know, I am off work, but I am, I'm like, like I'm cleaning my room. Like I haven't touched my room in six years. I'm like taking a few days to like sort out my clothes and shit. Like I'm, I'm just kind of going through a re- corporate restructuring at this point sure, a little bit with sure. my time. So, and yes, Diablo is getting in the way of that being e- 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 efficient at all. Yeah. And, um, I closed out the last of my work deliverables that I kept for myself after leaving the job. So technically I was still working on things for work oh. up until yesterday. And now that's finally, that's done weight off my shoulder. I feel a lot better this week than I did last week. Oh, good. Yeah. You um, seemed tired last week. A lot of people, yeah. uh, and that, which is totally understandable. A lot of people took them. Well, I shouldn't say a lot of people, a few people on YouTube took that as some kind of slight that Bo hated everything. And I'm like, no, he's just tired. You guys, he's just a little sleepy. No, I, I was pretty yeah. exhausted. Like I was Keep- if I got proof of this, just real quick, I can prove it. Bo set up a lot of the show notes this week. And for the main topic this week, he put last week's main topic. And I was like, Bo, did something else happen with the Activision Blizzard thing? The like, ABK is thing. there a reason yeah. why you wanted that to be the main topic two weeks in a row? And he's like, <laughs> I forgot. We talked about <laughs> <laughs> that right there is proof. That's proof. Um, you were tired. Last week. I did forget we talked about it. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm just generally experiencing burnout from the root schedule I was keeping for the past seven years. Yeah, so it's a lot. I'm just recovering and reorienting and setting myself back up. So it's exactly I, what I was worried be. I had done this, but it's like setting expectations. Like the second I leave the work doesn't mean I'm blasting you with 18 hours a day of streaming right. content. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I, I'm trying to get oriented. I'm excited and I'm sorry. I don't, well, don't want to disappoint people by setting crazy expectations. No, you know, you're doing but, it. Is it, you're doing exactly what I, what you should do. This is the right way to do it. You know? Yeah, I, I'm just getting good sleep every day. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. This week, I've been feeling a lot better. I got personal stuff done yesterday. 
Um, locked your know, mom out. Feeling good. Yeah. What's that? Is that the, locked your mom well, I just, out. I just did that now, but that's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, she understands. We as long as I open it right away, that's why I'm like I have to get up. I, it's it's gonna be. I made it sound like I didn't know who it was. I'm like it's probably her. Yeah, mom but, gets it. She knows. But um, anyways, there'll be more in the weeks to come. I'm just like corporate restructuring, cleaning my room, sorting out clothes I haven't seen in seven years, and going maybe I shouldn't wear that or maybe. I'm going to like go for a little jog every day and have a workout routine and take work-life balance and I'll fit in those pants that come, you know, come mm. the summer mm. um, or spring when we'll maybe. We might knows, see each other. See we each may, other. yeah. Mm. We, well, uh, we might de- be seeing each other. soon, everybody, on an impossible thing. We'll just let you know now. A little it something. reminds me, I got to apply for my passport. Shoot, um, it reminds me, I got to get in shape and restructure everything about my <laughs> diet and exercise. <laughs> Don't we all yeah. though? Like right now, things get colder. I get cozy. I get couchy. And it's a bad time of the year to be making. Yeah, this is a horrible yeah. time for me to do this. Yeah. I'm losing weight because of diet stuff, but I'm not anywhere in the shape I wanted to be by now. And I have to go see a doctor soon, where they're going to go. All right, let's see how you did after three months of hard work and dietary change and all the working out you did. Yeah. And I'm going to. They go, know you won't do it because uh, my friend Mike like literally followed their instruction. They like need to lose weight, so he lost like two x the weight or something like that. And yeah. the doctor's reaction was like, "Whoa, nobody does what I tell them to do." Like <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't expecting it. Yeah. He like took it away seriously. Like, I got to be healthy. Let's go. I'm like working out like crazy. They're like, dude, whoa. Yeah. I didn't expect. Okay, that's funny. You're one of those, I guess. Uh, um. Anyway, so right. but you think see you think Diablo Four is on the right track these days? Feeling good. Feeling oh, tight. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that is also it's confirmed by the ARPG community. But people still have it as the it's second place to Poe. But a lot of the people who are the ARPG. I've been watching their VODs and interviews and stuff. Generally speaking, this is seen as a step in the right direction. The season was very fun. And all the it wasn't just the content of the season, but it was all the fixes came out with this season that people have been complaining about since launch. Mm. And it, oh, the overall package makes the game feel a lot more fun. Yeah. And they're still working on it. Like, just like sort of we talked about with City Skylines a little bit. Not that this was a buggy mess, um, but you know this. We know this game probably going to have. Uh, Ferguson says expansions with an S going to have two expansions, maybe StarCraft two style. We can expect more fun and improvements and good stuff. I, they're so giddy. I'm wondering if we're not going to see not even just an expansion announcement, but um, just new content, like like significant new content for seasons coming out in three and onwards. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm gonna get back in, give it a give it a shot. I have to yep. admit, I'm this much tempted to ins- to get it on Steam, even though I already own it on freaking Battle. Play it on your Steam Deck, because so I can play it on my Steam Deck. Now I can still arrange the other way of doing it, but it's a pain, and that's not on there anymore because I did an update that killed that. It's hard oh. to keep up with, so I think I may do it so I can still have it that way, and I think I can still I still tie into all my cross save and stuff because it's all yeah you're still logging into your battle net so yeah i might do that it's it's weird that you have to buy it on there you should just be able to activate a code i agree or or a lower price or something it's like 20 bucks okay let's do that yeah they're not gonna be a bit weird but uh Uh, stack lands back in the uh, the the world i love that game so what are you doing in there i do too so i'm just starting a new save file I, i don't know what i've seen that's new i barely i just bought it sight unseen i'm like there's a dlc 
purchase. Yeah. Like Stacklands is so good. Um, it's so much fun. I was like, okay, well, I'll definitely buy that. Yeah. I've only played a little bit, so I don't really know what these. It's called Cursed Worlds. I think there's more portals to more boards because I think the main game you had one world you went to. You, had, right. you were building your main town, then you went to Cursed World, and then you came back to your main town with all the technology you learned from the Cursed World, and then yeah. you go back and forth. Yeah. And for those so that don't know, this is a weird world. indie card game that is unlike, almost unlike anything else I've ever played. It, it, what this game does is it makes me wish I had that the idea. Yeah. Like, because there's so many card games that are about battling or doing shit that's fighting. And this game's like, what if we take your Valheim or your city builder game, nonviolent, and just make it cards? Mm-hmm. And that's like, and it, and let's make it so that the cards, you can stack them like you do magic cards and they're fun to move around and we give you a ton of quests. Like it's got a huge progression, mm-hmm. um, a huge like progression quest log, I guess you could say that always gives you something to work towards and you could lose your dudes mm-hmm. and, um, monsters come and there's fight. There is a bit of fighting, but it's not very serious, you know? Do you ever play their sci-fi version of this? They have right now. I've got like eight chickens, and you can't. Oh, it's funny about animals. I'll answer in a sec, but I want to say what's funny about animals, like like chickens, mm. they don't respect your cards, so you, they don't kill anything. But they'll um, <coughs> excuse me, they'll knock around your other cards, and they're super annoying. Yeah, they suck. I hate the chickens. But you need chickens so that they hatch eggs. Right. And you can also kill the chicken and get meat, but then you don't yeah, get eggs. Yeah. And, but then yeah. you don't have a chicken for an egg. I think you can get a place where you can pen them in, but I don't have it yet. I've got like eight chickens. They're knocking my cards everywhere. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. It's weird because you really are talking about a city builder, but it's it represented with these cards. It's so weird. It's such an odd yeah. thing and it works. It's just great. And that's why I'm like, I wish I had this idea. It's like, it works. It's inventive. It's, it's just amazing. You process things by putting your dudes on them. You have sex, like you take two dudes and have sex and make a baby. Yep. But what's kind of the only thing that's kind of effed up about this game is that no one has names or lineages, right? So you can have two people bang and then have a kid. That kid grows up and then one of the parents can bang the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And just make a kid. (laughs) It's not that. I always think that's kind of messed up because I'm like, wait a second, (laughs) which two people did I take? Yeah. The the class of card is called villager. There's no gender, it's just villager. And they're really nondescript. And you're right. That vi- two villagers can have a villager baby. And that villager baby, when it matures to a full card, can then go have sex with one of the one of its parents. Yeah. It's all yeah. They they kind of yeah. I kind of wish that. they named them a little bit because I don't want to do accidental incest. That seems well. Cruel, see, but, I think um, that's where the not naming it is a good idea because not naming it, you go okay. Well, this is a royal villager representation. It could be anybody. Yeah. This could represent. This isn't representing John Smith. This is representing villagers, of yeah. which there are multiple villagers in here. Right. But as soon as you name it John Smith, then the second you have Linda Smith, and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, now the only road to uh, reproduction is uh, a rough one here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, in the wilderness, you do what you got to do to keep the family going. Yeah. And also, this is so cheap. It's seven ninety nine here in the States, probably 9 bucks, 10 bucks where you are in Canada. Uh, yeah. plays on Mac and PC is got some of the highest ratings of any game on steam. Um, it's such a, 
um, it's such You'll an start amazing playing it, and game. ten hours will disappear. Yeah. What the hell was I doing playing solitaire for ten hours? It's crazy. Yeah, if you have a mind for city builders, and even you know, I don't know what else it can compare this to. Like you might, you might hear us describe it and go, "Well, it sounds like a board game." Like people sit down and play. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's the one where you have wheat and food and stuff? What's that called? Anyway, banished. No, the no the board game. There's a table. Oh, Settlers game. of Catan. Yeah, like Catan. You might go. Well, it sounds like you're describing that. It's not the same. It still needs to be a video game because these cards interact and do weird shit. Some of them. Yeah. Well, you got to feed your villagers. That's right. the major tension. So you got to produce food or else they starve. And you don't just get resources. You get like rocks that you have to turn into other things mm-hmm. and process. You have to process materials. You do it using your villagers. You can't really leave things on autopilot, although some things you can for a little while and find windows, and then you need to make gear to protect your stuff. And like I said, the irritating cards knock your other cards around, and this game's really big on keeping your cards organized, so you know like where everything is. Like, See some of the the stuff you're showing has the cards organized, then a monster comes in and knocks it all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That's the most offensive part, but it's adorable. You're like, you know. Yeah, and I it's fun. It's fun to, to scramble and go. It's almost like uh, when you turn on natural disasters in a SimCity game or something, except in this case, the natural disasters or unnatural disasters as they may be, they come and barrel through your cards and F up your organization. And it sort of has the same effect, but it's done with cards. It's so weird. It's a weird yeah, game. That's the, the inventive part is they take all these mechanics and abstract sh- things you know about those kinds of games and just did it card style. Yeah, yeah. And you moan, works. you mo- moan. Sorry, you mine like a stone card, and when the yeah. timer ends, a a, sto- a little rock card, uh, like the pieces that you got in an iron or whatever, they fly out of the card, and now it's a yeah. card of its own, and it's really something. It's really yeah, cool. They have behaviors, and every sound. I think a lot of it too is the audio. Everything has a cute, adorable kind of sound like a you know a rock will go dunk and a wood will have like a wood sound yeah and things will go yeah like to just everything makes a sound and has a physical reaction even if it's slight it's yeah just yeah it's great it's really really yeah. something um it's awesome i don't know about so the, the sci-fi one may be a different developer but it's very similar it's there's a sci-fi one with this yeah i'm trying to find it it's like called i even bought it where is it um crap i'll have to track this down but there's a version of this i swore it was the same developer because it it plays just the same maybe somebody really duped it but um i mean i want to rip it off yeah i mean like i can make this in godot well eventually (laughs) yeah but like you know like what do i need some cards some like we need to see some drawings and they just got to do things like you do in the back you can do it over a weekend bo that's what we've learned you can do that not a weekend but i feel (laughs) like like this is i feel like this is this and a new sim city and vampires (laughs) maybe not in a weekend but i feel like it's definitely within an achievable realm for a solo or a small team developer you know what i mean yeah yeah we're not making uh, gears of war seven or whatever. Um, I know it's in here because I played it, but it's basically same idea, but in a sci-fi setting. It's like you're collecting weird crystals and you know trying to that build a base. Awesome. Yeah, I'll try yeah, to track. I mean, it they're fun little time wasters, and yeah, it's great. Good really game. good game. I recommend. Glad you're playing. I don't it know now. about the expansion. I assume it's good too. I didn't get too much. In, I don't even know it's in the expansion, and I didn't get much. You didn't get that much of it. I played for like two or three there. hours. Uh, what I ended up doing is there's a cap, so I built like 80 sheds. Yeah, <laughs> like it's I just I like I hate having the card cap, so I built 80 sheds to increase my uh, play space and card cap. That's amazing. 
That's how life should be. All right. Then you played a thing that I cannot wait to hear about because this looks like my jam. I 100% yeah, want to play this. Tell us about Backpack Battles. This is the on the the influencer. Uh, this is on the influencer circuit right now. You know, streamers will play between their ranked matches. Right. Um, other people have been playing it. You know, like how Loop Hero hit big and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a game in that vein. So, uh, you know, the graphically... I mean, the art is nice, and this client is nice, but it's not blowing your socks off either. Um, but what is what is this game? So it's an auto chess game. Yeah. Uh, or an auto battler, like Hearthstone Battlegrounds, or, you know, those kinds of games. Except the premise here is you pick a hero, and right now there's only two, Elf Girl and... Elf Boy, I guess, right? like, Goth Girl. Oh, I didn't see the other one. Is it a boy? I mean... I don't know. It might be a boy. They have ears. They have big animal ears. It's stuff John. It doesn't really matter. One's an archer. The other's a graveyard lady (laughs) or person. Yeah. And um, the the general, I don't even know. Actually, I don't even know if they have mechanics. I I think they do. I've only played as the archer boy or girl. They have stat um, advantages or stat differences mainly, right? Like, Like I just played it total casual style where I just clicked and did the things that looked fun. And I will like, you know. Maybe later. I was just, I was trying it out, right? Yeah. And so the way this game works is you start with a little backpack and some items in it. And the items are what you use to build your character. Like think Diablo, right? If you got a sword in your backpack, you get plus one attack. If you got food, you can eat the food every five seconds and gain one HP. And you take your backpack to another real player, presumably. I don't know if they do AI bots or not. But once you're done buying shit in the store, you go to start a backpack battle and you fight your backpack versus someone else's backpack yeah and then you come back to the store after the match whether you win or lose and it's like a number of losses and you're out and you try to go for a number of wins so it works like um arena in hearthstone yeah in that sense and um you can buy more you can add on to your backpack make bigger backpacks you can buy items combine them into stronger items it's got that um resident evil inventory management where you gotta try and fit everything into the backpack if some stuff is next to other things in the backpack, it makes them stronger, um, you know. And it's it's it sort of sort of tweaks a lot of like I think gamer pleasures, right? Which is like uh, it, Resident Evil style uh, inventory management. I'm not sure if that's people's pleasures, but I they made a whole game about it, so I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could be. And and um, you know, and if, if it has that PVP element where you're trying to make an awesome ass build based on the items you get in the store, right? So, right, right. Um, and also that's a very popular game mode, Battlegrounds. So, you know, I barely scratched the surface. There's a ton of items. Like, I'm even looking at stuff in the screenshots. I'm like, I don't even see any of these. Um, so, it gets fairly complex. Um, but, you know, the basic stuff is easy. You have stamina and health. If you run out of stamina, you can't attack, so you have to regen it. You run out of health, you, you lose. Mm-hmm. And uh, your items just sort of proc, and it's all automatic. And that's how it goes. And there's barely any animations to it. Your your, your JPEGs just kind of twirl around a little bit and go, ooh, ooh, when ooh, they get hit. Ooh. And they go, thook, thook, when they hit. And that's about it. It's yeah. very... But you know what I like about this? And before, I know I'm going to get emails about this, and they're going to say, Scott, you hate tower defense. And I do. But I also understand that this is a little like that. It's a very different approach, but it's like, let me establish a bunch of stuff in my pack that I think will make me outlast the other guy. Now let's just auto fight. 
I realize there's parallels, but for me, mm-hmm. this kind of thing, Loop Hero is another good example of another way of doing that. They they work for me. Like this kind of stuff totally compels me to want to play this. Everything you've said, everything yeah. I've seen, this looks freaking it's great. Like, I guess you could, I can see the parallel to a tower defense, you know, because, yeah. but it's more like making a Diablo build. I, I, it's more like the backpack fits all the items. The items are just zany and wacky. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had one build that did really well because I had three bananas in my, didn't even do anything. It was just very overpowering on health regen because I just had three bananas. I was like, you know, it's like, it's weird. And yeah, that's weird. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So it looks great. It's yeah. only in demo right now, though, and it was uh, no release until next year. So it's uh, demo only. Demo, but. and they beg you to wishlist it. And they even, they, there's a patch on the 22nd adding new items and stuff like that. So they're, the momentum on this one is strong. They're probably um, shitting themselves. Can you imagine you're a small little developer? You've, this is your first game because I think it is. I'm looking here. Um, and, and it just takes off like this. What a feeling that must be. It's just be like, and then you got to worry about yeah. making sure you don't screw up, you know? <laughs> Cause when every influencers are playing your game, this means big sales at launch. You're going to be, you're going to yeah. do well. Except they have no sales, right? It's just, that's the other thing. Just free to play guys. No money. Yeah. It's just a demo. <laughs> just, just go play it. It's free. Just try it for 30 minutes. Like it's fine. Yeah. I need um, to, I need to play this. This is a game I'd play on mobile. Cause it'd be a fun, just time waster. Yeah. I mean, you can play this on phone probably. I'm sure yeah. they probably won't bring in a phone, but like it's, it's very simple. Like all auto battlers, it's simple, but you get kind of lost in the, you get lost in, you know, you get a good run and you get really into it. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, Oh man, like, let me get this item and yeah. build that, this. And, that's great. Yeah. Like uh, well, there you go. That is the games we played. Now, here's the deal. We take a break to go pee and stuff, as you should at home as well. When we can come back, we're going to do a Steam review about a real zinger of a dinger this week. Okay? So that's coming up from Dear Martha, I should say. we got a bunch of extra news to talk about. we got emails and a voicemail. It's a lot. So stay tuned or come back or whatever it is. Just don't leave. And we'll be back shortly. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, we're back, everybody. Real quick, uh, do we think at BlizzCon next week? Because it is next week. Um, we'll get an announcement about that crafting game or that not crafting survival game, I guess, is what it is more we like. We should. They better. Not from a player perspective, they better. But we just talked about chasing trends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> if they're going to uh, take years to chase the Valheim point. train, like, yeah. let's go. Let's get it out there, buddy. Yeah. I yeah, don't think time. they do. 
but maybe that's just me trying to run damage control on expectations. You don't um, think they'll do it? They'll, they won't make, they won't show it. No. I mean, they've kind of announced it, but they're not going to. At least a title, something in a time frame. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think they should. I'm with Bo. I think, like, logically, I'd love to see it. Here's but. my prediction. And again, this is based on nothing that I'm aware of. So don't accuse me of anything, anyone. But I think the biggest thing of that event. The big grand return to a live event will be Metzen on stage announcing whatever he has done to World of Warcraft. I think that will be their focus. Anything else will be extra. And I don't think they want another game, like a new IP upstaging that. I could be wrong, but I just, I have a feeling that that's well, going to yeah. be. I, a, that makes a lot of sense, but they've really got to. <laughs> they really gotta we should all see if we can cover it seeing as we're not going we should we're, we're doing that we talked about it last I week mean, yeah let's yeah, do it we should next friday it. we're all available we all co-stream it i'm all in let's all get in we're co-streaming it we'll record the audio for the podcast and the site uh we're doing it yeah we can co-stream the whole thing what's the um november 5th november 5th i think friday it's next friday right friday do we know what time i assume it's 9 a.m so it'd be 10 a.m i time. have my days wrong um Hold on. BlizzCon. It's next week, right? It's November 3rd. I don't know yeah. what time. 3rd. It's got to be It's got to be 9 Pacific cuz it always well, I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't assume that. They haven't released a schedule yet, right? I think that weekend is when daylight savings happen. So, it would be 9 my time and it would be 10 years, Scott. Yeah, 10 a.m. my it's time. On, it's on it's on the Friday for sure, not the Saturday. Yeah. Right. Correct. Um also, does this key art give anything away? Let's see. No. No, I don't there, think it does. There's Warcraft Rumble. We'll get, you know, launch announced there for you guys in the States. Yeah. Um, okay. It looks like Hearthstone. That looks like Overwatch, Lilith, and Thrall. Media. Also, they're still looking. They still have a link for media credentials. Actually, that, I got nothing. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with all the iterations of Thrall Warcraft. That very much looks like Heroes Thrall. Oh yeah, it does, does it? Yeah, I just don't think you can le- read into it. Like, I, I, there's been plenty of key Excuse arts. Excuse that- me, but it's a tradition <laughs> to read into Blizzard stuff and be completely. Oh, wrong. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot the internet tradition. Yeah, that's we're true. gonna get into this when we talk about heroes patches. I know there's been some leaks, but I've uh, actually avoided all of it. I kind of want to stay surprised, so I managed to not see any of the leaks. Okay, here's... I haven't heard about any validated leaks. Yeah, I've seen either. some stuff, but I've heard a lot of speculation as to the veracity of it, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It says here that you'll be able to watch it on uh, this is their words, third and fourth. All the content will be on Blizzard's YouTube channels. I assume that means different games, different channels, uh, or on Twitch, because they don't have a big full-blown like package this year of no. curated audio and video. So if you miss the live show, they'll have on-demand VODs for everything. Um, yeah, I think we... Uh, I'm planning on it. I'm going to clear other shit out of the way to do this on Friday, so we should do it. Uh, yep, anyway. Me too. I'm going to be like, I know you have to work. But have a baby. Yeah, have a baby. <laughs> have, a, have a baby. Enjoy. Here's a baby. We're going to be in here doing this thing. That's really important, obviously. Um, all right. We're going to do uh, Dear Martha now. And uh, my understanding is John is prepared. Dear Martha, as he always has. Oh, you had time? Yeah. Somehow he had time. I did. When I wasn't taking photos of Lilith's statue. Yeah. When you weren't shooting webs out of the hands of 
two different Spider-Man you were making. No, he, he made me a custom paint file job. Really? No way. No, it was an actual camera photo of Bo's statue. I flew to Anaheim. <laughs> I took a picture because I was, you know, I wanted Bo to make sure. That he yeah, had. he took it. He took that picture and then he said, "I guess I won't have time for dear Martha now." Oh, that's a yeah, shame. I was worried that I was worried that it was going to eat up all my time, but thankfully I was able to get a dear. Martha. I'm really glad it worked out. Um, oh I, yeah, I, 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 got it. All right, I don't have to keep looking for it. Yeah, that's I posted a real it in the Discord chat. It's a real actual photograph from. Uh, oh yeah, from look at this, statue. you guys. I don't know if we'll ever have a better exclusive. I mean, it's really thing. clear. I think it's using, um, you know, iPhone uh, technology to focus. Yeah, uh, everything else is out of focus, but I think I got Bo's name really. Yeah, in focus. some kind of machine learning assisted iPhone 15 deep camera learning thing. Hey, yeah. These updates to Microsoft Paint are wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're really going for realism now. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Well, apparently, the update's good. The paint update. Oh, is it? I haven't heard. Yeah. Oh, you hadn't heard? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was kind of a joke because people are saying the Microsoft Paint app is now super good. There's an update for it. Weird. Apparently. All right. It's actually gotten pretty good over the years, but I didn't realize I had some big update. Um, all right. Let's do Dear Martha. Uh, John, anything special here? Just uh, doing the review, right? No, we're just doing a Steam review. It's going right. to be quick. Here we go. Uh, let me get you some music for that. My dearest Martha, I present to you now a Steam review for the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection version. Martha, if you start the game, scroll down to Options and select Credits. You can see a comprehensive list of people who brought shame and embarrassment upon themselves and their families with this poorly implemented collection of ports and emulations. (laughs) Congratulations, Konami. You've insulted an entire fan base and disgraced a legendary franchise. Again. (laughs) This is why nobody likes you. Yours in this life and the next, Derb. Derb. Oh, well, if, if you can't take Derb seriously, then who can you, really? Um, yeah, this know. thing's getting pretty poor reviews. People aren't happy about it. I don't know what the problem is necessarily. Uh, um, as somebody who had to read a bunch of reviews, I'll tell you what the problem is. problem is that these are poor emulations of classic games. Great. There's been no work to them whatsoever. In fact, if you played an emulated version of the game, you actually had more options to support the game than you do by playing Konami's master edition of the game mm. um this is uh this is uh, honestly uh, another major problem with gaming not to soapbox too much but uh there was a time when if somebody put out a remaster or a special edition it felt like maybe they would i don't know fucking try a little <laughs> bit uh to put out a quality product but now we live in the age where somebody will take a rom and put it through their custom emulator and sell that as a full-on retail product and have the audacity to call it the master version of a game. Uh, I am going to wholeheartedly agree with this reviewer. Konami, this is why nobody likes it. Yeah, that and your pachinko episode, or, uh, obsession. But I'll say this about this collection. Uh, well, no, I'll say this about this year. This is the same year we got an amazing remake remaster redo of dead space so it can oh, yeah. happen right even no for, some people do it yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah but more often there's these weird especially old stuff they're just re- actually relying on the stuff they their lawyers are trying to 
put out of business, but they use themselves, tweak it, you know, a little bit, and then put these emulators in their freaking thing and resell them. It's pretty shitty. It's pretty lame. Uh, all right. Well, well done. Let's get to some other news of note. I have music for this now. This oh. plays in the background. It keeps us moving. So. And for those wondering, that's the Space Harrier background music. Sega put out some bangers back in the day. Uh, let's get to these. Big release this week. Alan Wake 2. Reviews are glowing. Got a 9 on uh, out of 10 on the old IGN and the whatnot. I think we're probably looking down the barrel of another Game of the Year contender. Uh, so we'll see. Anybody planning on picking this up? I Yeah, I, I'm going to. I think I'm going to play this too. Although it looks scary as shit. Why am I doing that? That is a good question. Yeah, maybe I won't. I don't know. Maybe I'll let I'm you not. do it. I'll let you <laughs> do it. And then for me. It's a skip. You're not, you're not really uh, invested in the Alan Wake universe there, Bo? Yeah, I'm not big on horror games. Yeah. So, but I know John likes them. Yeah. So, yeah. And the, you, I think you want to like them more than you do. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're, you're not wrong. But I also like Remedy games a lot. And I kind of like no. everything but Alan Wake. And the reason I didn't like Alan Wake is it freaked me the shit out. So why would I want to do that again? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. No. We'll so see. It's getting good reviews. The other Alan Wake did not, so maybe this is this is better. That's true. People really like this, so it uh, seems like we might be in for something special. Squadron 42 is actually coming out. That's right. Star Citizen's standalone single-player deal. No release day, date yet. Uh, they, they, they're they taking forever with this thing. When they first so they made a 24-minute gameplay trailer to say that it was feature complete, but no date and they also Chris Roberts is in the video saying and polishing can take a long time and I'm like wait a minute yeah. are we getting debated again I <laughs> think here's my prediction I think this game's going to come out I do I know I've had some controversial takes on Star Citizen I think Squadron 42 comes out Yeah. I'm not saying when <laughs> but I think it does actually come out uh, and I'm going to say it looks good I know people think that I do nothing but hate on Star Citizen, but Squadron 42 looks like a game that's actually going to come out, and it actually looks really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it does look I'm, good. I agree. I'm excited like it, for yeah. it. Release a game. It will Especially be a- if it comes out. Yeah. And this is the thing but, I can buy separately. Like here's extra, here's separate money for stuff. Yeah, this isn't yeah, Star yeah, Citizen. This is they, like they, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Well, okay. they describe it. He described it in the trailer as this is the Wing Commander of our generation. So. Oh. Well, that's all I it's really gonna want. Be a, that's what it's going to be a product like that'll complement Star Citizen, but it's a standalone space shooting thing game. Okay. But also, you get out of your plane or your spaceship and can do ground guns and stuff too. Sweet. Everybody is so shocked. I'm seeing chat that's just like, "Oh my god, John, uh, guys!" I'm just. I never said I thought Star Citizen looked bad. In fact, I win. Like this is the brilliant thing about my opinions on Star Citizen. I win no matter what. You do win. Like, the worst case scenario, the game comes out, and I have to write a couple of apologies. But if the game comes out and is a good game, which is what I've been saying I don't think will happen, Mm. that's a game I want to play. Yeah. I will happily write those apologies and be thrilled to play the video game. Of course. And if it doesn't come out, I have the joy of being right. I've just hedged my bets where I'm happy no matter what. But Squadron 42 does look good, and it does look like it's coming out. And look, there is a reason I compared it to Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, because I wouldn't be surprised if that is exactly the pattern we find here. Oh! It is a game that came out 
Excuse the me, game comes game. out, and that then it's never bankruptcy time. Out. Yeah, I know what he's saying now. Squadron yeah. no, 42 I don't think, comes I don't out, think they'll go bankrupt. Time. What would happen? I guess this is the part of Star Citizen that I've never really thought. Because I don't really see a world where they go, up. Oh, the money's gone. But I also don't see a world where they put the game out. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know what the middle ground is. It. I think the middle ground... And I'm not going to apologize if this happens for clarity. It's not they can release anything and I apologize. I think the middle ground is something very subpar. It just comes out and they go, ah, it's out. Yeah, here's Star Citizen. It's a sandbox. Go out, go knock yourselves out. It's mostly bug free and go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I think Squadron 42 looks great. They've got a lot of awesome actors in there. Uh, speaking of Wing Commander, you got Mark Hamill in there. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him in a, in this sort of setting again. Like, I think this looks really good. Yeah. Um, I think that the things about it, uh, the videos that I saw, uh, it's a little framey, but they've literally said they're working on polishing. Like, that's what you fix. So, you know, I'm optimistic about this. Yeah. I think the shooting actually looks good. The ground shooting looks pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll see. Uh, finally. Lots of destructibility in the environment, too, which I love. I love that sort of stuff. All four squadrons on 42, sorry, squadrons are ready to rock soon on a computer near you. Uh, Heroes of the Storm got a big old patch update, and the world went, what? There's patches to that game? Um, I don't know if this is a sign of life or copium, as Bo has put here, but Bo, what do you think? You you did a deep dive today on the Patreon bonus it, show, but for yes, everyone else. there's a Patreon bonus show. It's yeah. me that did it this time, and I took the heroes of the storm patch notes and talked about it for an hour even though it wasn't worth talking about for an hour <laughs> just out of tradition just out of our old tradition on the show sure to review patch notes because i was so excited yeah um i think the reason is is the auspicious timing so we got a patch a week after the microsoft sale clo- or the abk sale the microsoft closes and a week out from blizzcon seems like the you know this is groundwork for something maybe it's just on steam maybe it's going to game pass uh maybe you know we get a little bit of content for it maybe they're like well we got a bit of extra time let's launch it hero in a map a year or something like that for the next five years what if what if cortana's voice playing it what if there's a trailer cortana's voice comes over the speakers and says chief you're needed on a new battlefield and then it's master chief in warriors of the storm yeah what do you think of that i'm in let's go let's go i'm in what is he a tank i don't know what he is i don't i don't love it i like my uh unified worlds yeah, you know, and, but as we're gonna see, uh, there's an even worse example coming up. So I would expect. Where are you no going, less. Chief? I'm gonna give Sylvanas back her bomb. That's right, damn it. Also, yeah, the music again. Here's the thing, though. Like, if they did that, all the Overwatch characters made it over, and I'm not saying it's out of universe because it's still Blizzard universe, but it's weird. It's a weird fit compared to the other stuff. And now they got Lilith and Anarius and whatever else going over in Call of Duty. Like, I wouldn't put it past them. Here's my bold take. If it takes putting stupid shit like Master Chief and Tony Hawk and Heroes of the Storm to get that game to come back, then put all the stupid shit in there you want. I'm fine Tony with Hawk. it. I'll play as Tony Hawk. Yeah, he's Activision. He's right? Activision, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Tony Activision. Tony Hawk, Activision that's his middle Hawk. Name. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Yeah, it's that would be great. You just grind rail. Like, I guess Lucio already does that, but, yeah. you know, Tony Hawk can do Maybe he's a skin. Maybe he he's a be Lucio a skin. skin. Oh, a good point. Yeah, Sometimes I just bad. do skins. That's a good point. 
Um, uh, yeah, I, you're you're right, John. No matter how dumb it gets, if it brings the game back into a fruitful position, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I'm I willing to do it at this point. The game's dead. Like at yeah. the time when the game was popular, suggesting that no, dumb, terrible. But if this is what revives it, if this is what gets people interested in it again, yep. all right, I'd rather have a sellout live game than a dead. Uh, I, I stood tend to, on its laurels game. I tend on. I tend to agree. Why not? It's good work in that thing. That's a huge bunch of changes too. Like Bo, did you see anything in there that you were like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing this in this game"? Or was it all like, no? A lot of it was polish. A lot of it was adjusting the way certain mechanics worked, hmm. like cleave and splash damage, and how when how and when things are get revealed. There wasn't actually much in the way of balance. It was a polish. Bug fixes yeah. and polish. That sounds like getting ready so for Steam. So that sounds like it's groundwork for getting it on another platform or something like yeah. that. Well, and this uh, this was the second one of these. There was a previous, even smaller one that came before this. Um, mm. I don't remember when that was, but it wasn't too too long ago. Um, and I remember, I think Garrett or Kyle mentioned that they they speculated that maybe this was a reaction to that, like maybe one fix brought up a couple other issues yeah. i am not ready to get on the throw our hands up and go heroes is back baby but um you know would no, that be cool bad. if it would that be cool if that happened sure it's not back it'll just be available in more places i'll believe it when yeah. i see it much much like star citizen yeah there you go when Another... it's here i'll <laughs> be happy right and uh if it's not here then i'm not gonna get hurt because i'm not getting my hopes up. yeah there you go I'm with Bo, though. I think it. I think this is a multi-platform moment, probably. And by platform, I mean other PC platforms. It'll show up on Steam, maybe yeah. Game Pass PC. Who knows? I will write a nice review for it if it goes on Steam, because I do want to live in a world where Heroes of the Storm is the best-reviewed Blizzard game on Steam. It won't take much to do that at this stage. <laughs> no, but... Look, uh, that's going to get review blasted too, and with it being free to play, it's going to bring in a lot more people. Like, it, there's I think a lot it of unenlightened people who don't realize how good of a game Heroes was because they yeah. they read a review when it first came out, and it was IGN's "This isn't League, what is this shit?" review, and that still haunts, I think, a lot of players. Bums me out because, like, the re- if you go to the Heroes Reddit, it's filled for years with. I thought this game was crap, and I played it, and oh my god, it's the best one. Yeah, there's a lot of that, but there's still a lot of people who just are not in the know. It's because they, it's people are weird about that kind of thing. You know, they don't like being told the new thing is cool. Well, they have a chip on the shoulder about Blizzard. The thing is, like, you underestimate your enemies if you assume they're stupid. Yeah. So, like, all the time, like, you respect your opponents. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say enemies, opponents. So if you if you're antagonistic towards any company, you'll fail to recognize where it has a win or does strongly, and that was the case with Heroes. That's right. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 had their fan fest in London. John, you watched a bunch of it. Speaking of yeah, why I you're streamed tired, it. I yeah. uh, found myself awake at four in the morning and decided to stream my reaction to fan fest because I thought, well, I'm already oh, you up. Streamed at four a.m. in the morning. Holy yeah, shit. dude. Yeah. Yep. What do you think it's of the? A, we know one of the. It's amazing new... what you can get done when you have anxiety. <laughs> yeah, but keeping you up at night. There's stuff you can get out of the way. But how? So they got one new job out of the two that are coming. Um, you said something about the fi- uh, Final Fantasy 15 cross, not 15 crossover, 16 crossover. 16. So yeah. What... So there wasn't a ton of reveals. Like a lot of it was stuff we knew, but they did confirm what the new job is going to be. It is the first original job um, in Final Fantasy 14. It's never been 
in the series before. It is called the Viper. Um, it is a spec that basically is uh, dual wielding long swords, and they connect in the middle for to become like a like a bow staff as well. Did you say oh, so like Dar- your Darth Maul? Style. Yeah. Can you say yeah. the name again? What was it? Viper. I like heard. Snake. I heard Viper. <laughs> yeah. You go. You go in the raid, and you cause everybody to die, and you get XP for it. And then you and wipe it's it. Badly up. balanced. Maybe that'll be what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you tell the tank um, to bend over and you wipe him. Anyway, keep going. I'm, I'm going to tell you, this is a class for me. And if you show a little bit of the video that's there, you can see Yoshi P himself dressed as... Yeah, the I was Viper about to himself. say, I randomly clicked and picked a timestamp and saw Yoshi P dressed as the Viper. And I'm like, man, this guy's awesome. He, he is awesome. He does it. He said that he felt he was getting a little too old for this. I'm going to tell you, he rocks this look. He looks better in it than I would. Yeah, like it's, it's a pretty good cosplay. <laughs> like sure. you, you do you, man. You're you keep it going. Yeah, you're UCP. Um, oh, there he is. That is cool. They oh, I like uh, it. they did also show uh, the the Final Fantasy side of the Fall Guys crossover where they're going to be putting Fall Guys mini games in uh, in Final Fantasy 14. That stung a little because we know that a lot of people at that development studio got let go. Yeah. So that's a little bittersweet to see, although it, it does look good. And then the other one that got me really excited was they are doing a crossover with Final Fantasy 16. Uh, it looks like you team up with Clive to fight um, Ifrit. And uh, the rewards for that is you get Torgal the dog as a mount and a little baby Torgal as a pet. So can I get a pet? Sid, or is that not on the table? Because no, no, no pet Sid yet. Okay, um, that's a bummer. I love Sid. But <laughs> Sid, Sid, really good in that video game. That is, yeah, he's a fantastic character. Probably maybe my favorite character in sixteen was Sid. He was very, very good. As far as I got, he was definitely my favorite. Um, uh, and I got far enough to be sad, but I won't. No spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler, Scott, that's such an obvious <laughs> Just spoiler. sad, you know, like maybe stubbed his toe and I went, oh man, that sucks. I feel bad Nobody for him. Nobody took it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've had enough time. Three week uh, moratorium is over. Um, Scott is very clever to babies. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they can't see through his clever ruses. <laughs> Find a baby I can't fool and then, I'll, then we'll talk. Um, cool. So that's good. I'm glad they had a good event. Seemed like people were pretty stoked about all that. The community's excited, so that's all good. Um, uh, in wake of everybody else doing this, now Marvel has signed a multi-year, multi-set partnership deal with Hasbro to make Magic the Gathering cards. So pretty soon, it's going to be like one of the one of the stones or the gauntlet or something's going to be like the hardest card to get. And you're going to be spending too much money for that, and Post Malone yeah, will buy something it. Something like that. Yeah, I think the main thing, the main news thing here, because they've been doing a lot of crossovers, but it's all been promotional or for Commander, which are casual stuff. These will be main set competitive Marvel Magic cards, right? Right, and it's a little disruptive to the overall, you know, thematic lore. But I don't know. Marvel does have that Magic branch of its heroes and such, so. They did their whole, um, I mean, they did, Lord of the Rings fits a little better, obviously, and then there was one other one that I thought was weird. Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who is weird. That's a little weird. Uh, But yeah, but it actually looked pretty interesting from the Commander stuff. It is a little weird, but that stuff is like collector's items, right? It's not like the mainline product. They're not tournament legal. These will be tournament legal sets, if I understand correctly, especially if it's multi-set. 
I'm sure Marvel's looking at Snap going like, wow, this is very valuable to the card-playing community. Why don't we partner with the ones who do it the best as well? Ben Bro's probably pissed off. <laughs> He's just like, although he likes magic, but still, it's like, right. well, we're making you money. Why are you doing this? Yeah. It, but, does, um, it feels I, like the Fortniteification of everything, though, a little bit. You know, all these crossovers I, and stuff. Yeah. But I, I, I was kind of like, eh, not a fan of it at first, but I actually think they could, you know, you could do a multiverse of madness. Like, you could... There's a whole magical realm or division within the like Marvel properties that you could totally like. Doctor Strange could totally cross the multiverse into some other place and hang out with Jace Feller, and you know, I think actually it's potentially very awesome. So um, it was kind of bad news when it first hit my brain, but then I was like, I don't know, they could really nail it. It's just going to be weird to tap what eight mountains and play the Hulk or something. You know, mm, I don't know. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of it that way, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, if it's, it's uh, clearly this is a money making adventure for them, so good for them, I guess, for figuring out way, ways to do it. Uh, the, this is interesting. Twitch changed some of their TOS, their terms of service, to no longer ban and, in fact, allow multi streaming. So you can stream to Twitch, but you can also fire it off to wherever else you want. That includes YouTube and. What's the new one? Kick. In your account, this is because this tweaked me because I thought your account kind of got closed because you moved to YouTube. Is that? Did I imagine that? Or? Uh, no, it was still. It was all still there. They don't care if you go Twitch separately, or excuse me, if you go stream separately somewhere else and not there. That's okay. Mm. It's when you're simultaneously doing it, they don't. They have a problem mm. with. So that is now gone away. They announced it at TwitchCon on stage. There's a lot of cons going on right now, or have gone on the last couple of weeks, and. The CEO got up and said, yeah, we're, we're changing that. So that's why we're doing it tonight. All Everybody right. in the chat is seeing us in both Twitch and YouTube. Um, I may add more if it makes sense, but you could literally add like Instagram screen, streaming if you have a partnership there. Um, yeah, and you have that restream bot so that people in both chat channels can see all the messages, which I think is Yeah, awesome. they only have one rule about that, and that is as best as anyone can. A lot of this is based on some some lawyer types who are trying to suss out what it really means. But you can use a lot of those kinds of t tools. You just can't display them, a lot of them. So like in the case of this join chat thing, I, it appears to be against the rules to take that and put a scrolling chat on screen to make it part of your overlay uh, and to show the other platforms coming in and out or whatever. So you can't do that, best we can tell. You can't um, encourage your audience to go to a different location too. Correct. So you don't so want to... You can't be streaming on both platforms and go... Hey, I know we're on both platforms, but everybody come to this platform yeah. because it's the one that's... The Which way. is great for me because I just want people to be wherever they want to be. tell me how to pee and shit, too? Like, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's, it's a little... Like, with my that's people. it. It went too far. I need to be able to tell people what platform. It's a little fiddly. Well, I, I admit it's, it's a little fiddly with the rules, but I also think they're feeling it out and kind of seeing where they're going to ultimately land. But for the most part, I think this has been received really positively... Uh, I really like it because there are people who just would prefer to watch stuff somewhere else, and that's great. I, I, they should be able to get it where they want to get it. And this is them a little bit white flagging it to, you know, with some recent controversy about how clamped down they tend to get at Twitch and other platforms don't. So I think it's a move in the right direction. Um, you know, where it goes or what it does ultimately, I don't know, but but I'm happy to be doing it. So welcome back, Twitch family. It's yeah, nice to see to you. Fix their split, the revenue split. Yeah. Well, and they, well, they did fix that a bit already. They tweaked it, yeah. 50, and they have a sliding scale now in the ad department. So when their ads get shared out, 
It's a little weird though, because by default it's a ton of ads. So you, the, so the players or the people, the the streamers have to go tweak that way down unless they want to piss everybody off. I don't know. It's all kind of. The one good news about Twitch is that uh, the value of the dollar everywhere has gone down immensely, so it's a lot cheaper to sign up for your monthly subscription to your favorite streamers. Is that true? Is the dollar taking a dump? I didn't know that. Uh, Well, the value of the dollar, yeah, inflation's like crazy. Like, rents have gone through. Like, this past year has been about, if nothing, groceries have gone up, rents have gone up, everything's gone up. Your dollar's not going as far as it did a year ago my daughter just went to korea and she bought so much cheap stuff there that's so expensive over here so it's still pretty strong in asia but Mm. um north america i don't think it's as good as it was well i mean you're you're american your money goes farther than mine does so yeah (laughs) but your canadian dollars are cool because you got the queen on it and stuff that's cool I haven't, I've barely seen, a, well, never mind. I was taking it too literally. I haven't actually seen physical money in like five years. But yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What's, I mean, I guess what's his name's on there now or will be. That's the new king, Charles, right? I don't know. I don't know what you can't oh, even know if they've changed it. Yeah, no. No, they wouldn't. It's still honor. They'll honor it, but Johnny, won't they print new ones? Johnny McDonald's on one of the bills. I can't remember which one. Johnny McDonald. Who's that? John A. McDonald. He was a prime minister. Oh. Back in the day, he's okay. on our money too. All right, shows what we <laughs> you don't know. know John A. Prime Minister John A. McDonald is. Uh, we shame. have two. We have two other notes about uh, Diablo Four. One is the cow level community is getting closer to finding a cow level, but I don't think they're. Ever, I don't think it's there. I think I think Blizzard's not pulling their chain. I think when Blizzard but, says there is no cow level, they actually mean it. This time. Do, do you do you like? So, do you know what you have to do to even get part of the way that they're doing right now? No. What do you have to do? You have to kill 666 cows, mm-hmm. and if the last cow is in uh, certain zones, you get one of three items. So you got to do it, and you got to do it three times. Kill 666 cows three times, with that killing blow being in an appropriately different zone to get the item. But in between that kill run, you have to wait 666,666 seconds. That's about seven and a half days before you can start the next run. Once you get those items, you can take it, I think, to a hovel and turn it into another item, and then you take it to a shrine and convert it into another item, and that's where people are at. Mm. So it's definitely deliberate whether you're suggesting that this is a troll that results in nothing. <laughs> I could be. I hope not. No one can confirm confirm it. But there is a lot of like there's a lot of people who spent a lot of time. Uh, either getting trolled or figuring out the mystery. I, I kind of want to believe there is a mystery, but are the village people getting access to all this meat, or is it going to waste? That's what I want to know about all these. Uh, yeah, with all that meat, you could solve all the problems. I think of sanctuary. All the sanctuary's problems go away if you can feed everybody yeah. with that meat. But uh, it is kind of insane just how um, convoluted this go around is. Yeah, we've been following that, and people are pretty nuts about it. D four is giving away a PC, also uh, infused with human blood. And the reason they're doing this uh, is they're doing a, a nationwide blood drive. And when we hit 666 pints of blood donated uh, across, I don't know how they're tracking this, by the way. This is still questions. Oh, I, I thought it was per person. No, hell no. That's a, like, lot yeah, a lot of blood. <laughs> That's too much blood. You will die. Well, I mean, you wouldn't do it all at once, but it would take you forever. But once this is done, one of those people will get, I think, randomly. They'll get chosen as the person who wins it, and it's human blood infused in the cooling system, the 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 liquid cooling of the computer, and it's all decked out and designed, and you know looks like a Diablo Jeez, computer. And all don't, don't drink that cooling liquid. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know how that's even possible. It'd have to be just 
It you seems can't like illegal to sell human there. blood or to offer human blood as a prize. Yeah. Not since the Kiss comic book. Right? Human blood ever been utilized. Yeah, remember that? They put way. they all put blood in the ink of that comic in the 70s. Yeah. And it was a minuscule amount, but also it was printed not actively in liquid. So I don't know how this process works. I hope it's Bobby Kodak's blood on his way out. That's what I hope. You know, just bleed that guy as he's walking by. Hey, Bobby, been a great run. I know you're leaving because of this Microsoft thing. Anyway, see you later. And then just nick him with a razor blade and grab some of his blood and throw it in there. Mm-hmm. That'd Maybe be legal. That's legal. Any violence? That's <laughs> probably. Well, you don't want to hurt him. You know, he won't even notice. Oh, like, you mean just nick a little blood? Oh yeah, I don't mean to... slice his neck open and gather it. I don't oh, just okay. a friendly bloodletting. Just like <laughs> not a not a violent act. Just. Slightly take some. You're of talking it. like a shaving Nick, like Nick him as if like, shave him, and then yeah. oops, and then just like little, oh, people sorry about who that. think that that's a thing definitely let uh, a starian feed on them, <laughs> like it was no big deal. They're like, oh, you want some blood? Sure, yeah, get you. Well, I did blood. that. I did that. I didn't. That's my blood. I let him actually. Feed did I, I didn't tell you on it my belongs evil in me. On my evil playthrough, I let him eat me, and I let him keep going and didn't stop, <laughs> and he kills you. Yeah. And then, but you can get resed at Withers, and then you can confront him and be like, "Dude, you freaking killed me!" And he's like, "Oh, did I do that? I'm so sorry." Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, like, we can still bad. be friends. You're back now. Why are you complaining? Uh, and you're like, big "Deal." If you only <laughs> yeah, feel so. back to complain, what do you like, even care? Feel better. I'll promise never to kill you again. <laughs> it's like it's this whole dialogue tree that you only get if you let him kill you. While eating, that game is amazing. That game is amazing. Uh, or anyway, that's a thing. Speaking of uh, Baldur's Gate 3, there are so many romance options in the game. Some exist in the game files, but are technically inaccessible, such as Carlac and Damon. Or Damon. Damon was his name? Damon. 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 Two M's probably there. Does that? Uh, yeah. That's the tiefling like back blacksmith. Uh, you have to meet Damon, but it can only trigger it resting on a uh, crash on the crash beach which is before you meet Damon. So a modder modder, modded it to make it happen. So Yeah, so the way the logic goes, you would never be able to romance Damon before meeting him or have this thing. Yeah. But it only happens in a place where you have to camp alone, not with other party members, early. The way it was explained in the article. I haven't seen it firsthand. But I'm just, I find it nuts that there are fully voiced and mo-capped romance scenes in the game that are just in the game, but not accessible. But you can't get them. <laughs> like, yeah. There's so many of them <laughs> that there's just one an option that exists. It's like hot coffee in San Andreas a little bit. Yeah. Just game the whole the hidden game thing. Of the game, of the, game of the year with hidden sex scenes. Amazing. Suck at Alan Wake, too. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. That's the one thing that put it over the top, the hidden Carlac sex scene. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. PS5 something. PS5 require or PS5 slims that are now hitting stores, although they're not on shelves because they're waiting for other stuff to sell out. Uh, requires an internet connection to use the modular add-on optical drive. People freaked what? out. We don't have to spend a Is lot of time real? on it, but basically it's a it's an anti-piracy effort on Sony's uh, part, or at least that's the best guess because Sony isn't saying. But it's a modular device now. It's no longer like built into the finished thing. So even if you buy the one with it in there, it's bundled in, but you still have to have an internet connection for this thing to verify ownership, and then you're good to go, and you should never have to do that again. Not a big deal, but people who are like hardcore disc discophiles and only want discs and never want to be online for anything uh, are all up in arms about it. So I think it's a little overblown, personally. I mean, but. I mean, 
The last time I wanted to watch a movie on disc was because the internet was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's I watched Galaxy Quest on DVD because the internet died. And if I can't do that with my disc drive, then you have removed the one time I would have used that well, feature. You just have to make you have to have as long as you've done it, it doesn't have to be on every time. Meaning it's a one time setup thing. So when you're setting oh. up your console, it'll go, oh, is this is your thing? We're par- it's like a controller kind of, like a firmware update, sort of. It's like that. And then once you've done that one time, you'll never have to do it again. If the internet it's can like go down. It's like product registration. Nobody ever does it, but you know you can it's go to that. the website and register your product. It's basically that. Here's yeah. the great news. I don't have to worry about it. You won't have to worry about it. <laughs> because I don't care. Yeah, I don't even, I have the digital one, and my whole life, my lifestyle and, has shifted entirely digital. You know, I don't care about discs this, at all. If this impacts you, you know, it does. I don't want to I don't want to minimize that just because I'm not going to use it. But at this stage, it does seem a little sillier and sillier as people are like, "But I don't want to get on the internet." Yeah. I'm not saying that it's completely gone from reason, but no. it's getting there. It's we're getting there. It's uh, the, to deny the momentum in that direction is a little that's that's folly. Like you can say, uh, troglodyte yourself as long as you want, as hardcore as you want. And I'm not even saying you don't have a point. I'm just saying the momentum, we're on the train. This train's going that direction. It ain't stopping. Unless Brad Pitt you does know what? something weird. I thought, I thought about this. I'm being deliberately soft on this. <laughs> if you have a PlayStation 5, <laughs> let me, if you have a PS5 Uh-oh. and you're like, no, I can't get on the internet one time. You have no business here. Mm. What are you doing here? Mm. Why do you have this console? Why did you buy it and its modular disk drive as your sole way of watching videos? Mm. There are many other alternatives. I. Uh, it's not just for that. It's for games, too. Like, they want to just put a game in and play and not be on the internet. Which again is getting harder to do. But if you only have to do it one time, yeah, you only have it once. I, I'm with you, man. I'm just saying, whoever you are, mad respect to the you for being who you are. Put your put your claws in and never budge. I, I just think you're you're fi- you're you're fighting a dying fight. That's all. That's all. <laughs> you're playing a PlayStation Five. Yeah. You're in the modern day. This is how this is. I don't know what to tell people. I mean, this is a this is a modern console for modern people. That yeah, get on the internet at least once every now and then. Yeah, or buy a PlayStation One and never plug it. I, into and people are like, some people can't download games. I'm not telling them they have to download their game. I'm telling them they should be able to get online once to verify their disc drive. Yeah. So so one taking, time to verify a disc drive. Yeah, and then put your disc in every time and buy your disc only and never have a game that isn't on disc, never have a movie that isn't on disc. That's fine, go for it. I just think you're fighting against the tide, that's all. And that's I, fine. I will say this, Fight. this is a good point in chat that we didn't talk about, and I should move off uh, of this, but uh, I think the side most folks are on is that uh, it is an issue because at some point in the future, if the server that does the check uh, may not be up, so there theoretically could be a time where you tried to do this, but I, I don't know. Like yeah. if this is what you're planning for, like just go buy, go buy a PS five and not disc drive one now. Yeah. It's like, it, look, if you want to have an outhouse for the rest of your life, go for it. Do all you can to avoid modern plumbing. 
fine with me. I just but think I do think that I do think that's a fine point. Like that's that's okay. Like right. yes, if you eventually brick this technology because you no longer support it correctly, that does become an issue. Fair point. I, I, I will allow it here in this courtroom. I only like bringing my water in with pails <laughs> and boiling it to make sure all the disease is out of it before freezing it and drinking it. It's an hours long process, but damn it. That's right. I'm stick not to soft. Your, like stick you to your guns, people. John. Or both. Stick to your guns. All right. Don't change. Um, real quick here. Final note. Nintendo took down the Super Mario Brothers Wonder Flower uh, that said the F word. Somebody modded it to say the F word. So uh, now that is not longer that is no longer true. They took it down. Nintendo doesn't like it when you mess with their family friendly friendly content, and that is no longer a thing you can do. So there. Yeah, I only put that in there because we were you know saying how great Nintendo was last week, and I'm like, here's an example. Someone just wanted to f bomb in Mario. It's a mod, not hurting anybody. Yeah. But nope, it's DMCA time. Yeah, they're uh, they like to exercise their demons over there. They're Smash is also the Smash community is also really mad at them too. Oh, are they? They're always mad though. Those people are yeah, unsatisfiable. Like, they, they I, like mean, to- I don't. Let's not. Let's not go after the. Smash I'm not going to go after. I'm just saying that Nintendo Smash doing community. it. Like no, I'm just saying that. Like I think they got every reason to be mad. The amount mm. of times I've seen people have to cancel tournaments at the last minute after being told they could do it, and then suddenly someone else at Nintendo goes, oh, wait, no, we don't allow that. Uh, It's it's happened at least twice, (laughs) and that's a lot of times. I think a lot of the ire that they have is well-founded. I just think they're hard to satisfy, too, though. It's a a back and forth on that group. And and also, um, uh, what's his name? What's the name of the damn pink little guy that sucks you in and eats your shit and becomes you? Kirby, Kirby, one of your, one of your favorite. I love characters. Kirby. What's wrong with me? Uh, yeah. Kirby's overpowered and always will be, and I don't know why Nintendo never addresses that problem because he's just OP, 100% OP in that game. No, they did address this in the the newest one. All the characters in the universe die except Kirby. He literally survives the death of the universe. That's because he can eat the universe and take on the universe's powers. That's what he does. Because he's a dick. All right, we're moving on now to this uh, this email portion of the show. That's a good question. We got an email, and then we got uh, a voicemail. And I'm going to start with the email. This went to us over here at Talk to the Core. Sorry, Talk to the Core at gmail.com. Talk to the Core at gmail.com. And it says this. Uh, this is from Kevin. Scott, if you are looking for a magic shooter akin to Hexen, you could do worse than Ghostwire Tokyo, which I installed and never played. That's on Game Pass. I played it on PS5, but it also is on Game Pass, being that it is one of the Bethesda titles uh, in development when Microsoft bought them. Set in Japan, you play a regular guy possessed by the ghost of a spirit hunter and use hand sign magic to fight monsters. Sounds interesting. Now, John, it's your turn for recommendation. John, I have a better vampire survivors for you. It's 100% free, over 40 different characters, a rock and chiptune soundtrack, dozens of weapons and items, and did I mention it's free? It's called Hollow Cure. Uh, and I thought uh, thought as a fan of the game of group of you, uh, sorry, and thought it thought it is a fan game of a group of YouTubers. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, you don't need to know. Oh, them so like to what enjoy we it. wanted. So like what people in our community are doing. Yeah, like, I guess so. Some yeah, yeah, same idea. Um, hold on. I want to pull this up on stage. Except VTubers. So they're considerably better looking than us. Oh, I missed that. Is it VTubers? No, it says YouTubers. VTubers. Here. It says YouTubers right there. It says, oh, I pulled up the game, so let me be clear what I'm reading. I'm oh. reading the game description. Oh, sorry. I thought VTubers. you meant the email. Yeah. Oh, this looks all right. <laughs> this looks like fun. 
Hold on here. This looks, I like the art to this. Again, VTubers. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So these are, okay. I understand what you're saying now. This is like, yeah, this is like the core ones that they're making in our syntax. What's his name is doing. Yeah. Spaghetti syntax. Can we hurry yeah. up and get that out so we can dominate the, the genre? Let's get that going. Well, this is free. So, you know, it's not like it's a race for all the cash or anything. I'll play this. I'll, <gasps> I'll absolutely play this. Overwhelmingly positive, this thing. Yeah. I'll play this game. You want these goofy looking VTuber heads floating around? You did cool yes, with that? It's a hell of a lot better than 98% of what characters are in any other survivors game. All right. Fair enough. That's fair. Like the eight pixel survival uh, vampire survivor characters. Like, yeah, I'd rather play as a cute anime girl. I'd rather do most things in my day to day life as a cute anime girl. If I'm being completely honest, Wow. some right. things are just not easily achievable for me. No, that one's hard. That one's hard to hit. Uh, Bo, he says, I got nothing. Sorry, this was more of a Scott and John thing, but feel free to enjoy other games as well, Kevin. <laughs> wow. Go go play something, Bo. I, I got, uh, I got, here's your sperms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. He didn't, he had no recommend, recommendations for you, but that's okay, Kevin. We appreciate the email. Please keep those coming. We got a voicemail here about the reason that the phone number 801-471-0462 always has 10 in it, whether we do 10 hams or 10 goat, whatever whatever it was last week. He cleared it up because there was some confusion. I'm going to oh, play the good. call. Oh, good. I'm glad we're going to clear up the 10 hams number. Yeah, Let's finally this will make sense. This right now. So here you go. Hey there, core hounds. This is uh, James the Trucker. I'm rolling through Kansas City, and y'all were wondering why 10 is part of every one of the 10 hams. Uh, options there's no letters on one or zero you're gonna have one or zero i mean that's that's just the way it is so just some clarification there's no letters on one or zero love the show he's, ah. he's right and i didn't know that um i went yeah and looked he's it up. right and i didn't that's think a good either. point yeah that's I'm a look, real good point looking at it right here there's there's zero has a plus on ios but that's not that doesn't count it's not a letter uh, that was a. That was that was like I think the best voicemail we've ever been left. Like, we really I learned, just we really I, learned something from that. Like, <laughs> like I'm yeah. not saying that what was just described to us was a revolutionary thought that required a lot of time and effort to be put into it. Yeah, but there's something about the idea that out there there's at least one trucker driving his truck, yeah. just passing time and devoting their <laughs> their mental. Uh, endurance and fortitude to thinking about our stupid 10 hams dilemma. It makes me so happy to mm -hmm. think about that somewhere yeah. out there, someone's like, I got to occupy this time. Let's figure out what's going on with the 10 He's probably hams been listening number. to weeks, assuming someone else would call him, and he finally had enough. He's like, guys, like, there's no number letters on one or zero. Stop he's like kind of a, a frog pants regular, and he's always calling in from his truck, and, and it's always okay. insightful stuff. Like, it's always like, Simple, straightforward. Here's the facts, ma'am. I really respect it. I like it. So keep truckers that up. are without a doubt the lifeblood of podcasters. That's they right. Are the best. Yep. They are. They are always there for you. They are ever reliable, and they will always be my favorites. They're great, and they go to Flying J. They buy jerky. They take a dump there. They shower there sometimes. They have a life. It's the way of the road. It's how she goes. That's how right. she goes. It's how she goes. It's, it's impressive. 
Um, I, I have, yeah. but by the way, you're, I just wanted to ju- interject really briefly here. If you wanted to do most things as an anime girl, I have a game recommendation for oh. you. Oh, oh, sweet! Okay, Great. another well, anime. Yeah, tell us more. What is this? For it. Um, might not have heard of this game. It's a little game I call VR Chat. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> No, I don't want to do that. I don't want I didn't to talk think to you were other... going to take it as hook, liner, sinker. I don't think I want to talk to other I assume VR I was going to get busted for that right away. Oh, that's nope. funny. Nope, you got me. I'm not right. interested. Yeah. No, thank you. I like VR chat. It's fun to, it's weird. It's fun to just window watch in there sometimes, but, um, can you, so have you done it with the new headset? Any changes there? Is it better? Is it the same? <laughs> Yeah, I've been in. I went clubbing last week. We talked about it last week. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, we did. It feels the same. It runs off the PC, so there's no real fidelity. I don't... Um, I'm not a Quest-only user. No. That's on there, though, I think. VRChat. It is, but um, they, like you don't get access still to certain worlds, and you can't use cut. You can't display or use custom avatars. So Ooh. it's kind of a two-tiered society where the poppers are the Quest users. Got it. And it's usually eight-year-olds. But I did see, I saw some cool AR version where people were sitting in this guy's house. So it was his room, couches, whatever, and VR avatars were plopping down on his couch and and sitting in his chairs. I don't know how that worked. That might be Horizon Worlds. And there's another corporate one that I'm looking at, too, that's more meant for productivity. Hmm. There's a couple of them, so it might not be VRC. Although maybe VRC does pass through now, it's pro- maybe it's possible. I, don't know. I think that's what I saw because it was anime girls and and a transformer and like. A- <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, it's definitely VR chat. Yeah, it looked huh. cool though. I didn't. Yeah. It looked cool because this guy was like, oh, and then your friends can come in. Oh no, that's a different video. I saw a video where your friends could be in the room and they are avatars in. Um, another, I guess maybe Horizon Worlds, but they're. They're graphic in they they get an overlay of a graphical skin by being in the AR space. That does that make okay. sense? So they look like yeah. they're in the game or in the world, but they're not. They're actually in the room. It's weird. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. there's weird stuff in that. And they had to have a headset on to do it. The other people did. That was part of the recognition of it or something. I don't know. There's some weird shit going on with that device there's, that makes me want to There's more going down it. the pipe. There's a whole facial scan you're going to be able to do and then you can make phone calls but you're just in a room with another person. Oh, and it's Zuckerberg. Like the, the Zuckerberg one they showed, right? That weird thing? The Zuckerberg-Lex Friedman interview where yeah. they, they kind of showed they had the interview in that space and it was really high fidelity. Got to um, admit, that's compelling to me at that level. The, the, they were saying the, the, the resolution of the face scans will probably be less because you'll be doing it at home mm-hmm. and they're using in-office equipment. But um, the Quest 3 is capable of conducting those kinds of communications. And it's like, that's super cool. I'll just send a quick link here. Just it looked neat. I saw that whole, I saw most of that interview. It's actually a little creepy to have him that close to you, but I liked it. Yeah, but like the fidelity-wise in terms of, you know, pretty close to on par with what Disney can do when, you know, with when they take the actors, then the fake actors or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Deep it's thinking. a really good digital recreation of the face, very photorealistic. We could do a core night yeah. where we're all in the same room, looking all weird and 3D. Talking. I mean, yeah, that's that could be fun. I mean, you know, just think of 20 years. You'll be like, I got to put my headset on to make a phone call. Oh, and 20 years is all we like, do is this, like, or, or maybe we have eyeballs. Like, I it, still, it's still, there's still a lot of tech in there. But if you look at the headset, right, mm-hmm. this black part, that's just for comfort. Like the actual thickness. 
It's all down to that white chunk now. It's it's just a white chunk. Like it's just a battery and screen and then like a whole bunch of condensed wiring. Even these clips head on, like they don't have anything except for the plug. Wow. They're barely they're removable. They're barely part of the deal. Really what you're paying for is a cell phone in this like small chunk. They're only gonna get smaller. They're gonna figure out how to make these things. I guarantee it. They'll get tinier and tinier. And then once they're paper thin, you can just buy glasses. Like I'm wearing glasses, it'll just be in the glasses. Yeah. And And then John will play. That's the tu- that's the turning point. John will play then. I promise you, John. I swear to you, with all I am, with all I can say, and all I all the energy behind me, you will play in VR one day when it's small and thin. What do you say? Uh, do you agree? I, I don't I, know, guys. Food, food's I just here, re- and you started talking about <laughs> VR. I'm. It's okay. At least you're being honest. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail it, John. But the VR talk. It's, it's all right. Just, Once got, in a while, it's got to come up. I do want to thank some uh, some patrons this week. We got some new folks. And I did figure out what happened last week. Now that Patreon, this changed without me really noticing it. But a free people can sign up. And that's cool if you guys want to. It's just kind of a way to follow the channel and maybe jump, jump in earlier and whatever. You don't get a lot of benefits, but you're there. And that's cool. But we still get new people that are paid new people. And those are the names I'm going to read this week. And I don't think this is even accurate <laughs> because last week I got all effed up with that giant list. It was so hard to track. We're still trending upwards in a very fast way. You're still awesome. Oh yeah, we're but still. It's still amazing. I just didn't understand what was going incredible. on. It was seemed it seemed insane last week, and it turns out there's a reason. But anyway, I want to thank Neil Smith, Paul Wilk, Jose Morales, Viper. What number is that? Ten. Thirteen. Thirteen. I hate <laughs> Roman numerals. <laughs> You see me do this with Final Fantasy all the time. I freaking hate him. I know. That's why I always put the Roman numerals when I put them in the show notes, because I know it will trip yeah, you Yeah, you're not doing it because time. it's accurate. You're doing it to th- stumble me up. I appreciate well, that. Well, it's a little of both. Both things can be true. That's true. It is accurate. And I'll give you that. But anyway, uh, Viper13 uh, is his, his name. Joey Rubin, Junk DS974. It's a lot of broken DSs. Uh, Ryan Montevecchio, Montevecchio, I think is how you'd say it, and Papa Crunk, Papa Crunk, amazing name. Now I know I probably missed a few of you uh, in the in the latest batch because of this kerfuffle. It won't happen moving forward. But if any of you didn't hear your name and you knew you've done something recently, send me an email or Discord DM or something, and I'm happy to say your name on the show. I just don't want to miss people. Well, speaking uh, of, read that first one out because somebody did do that. Oh, uh, special shout out to Danny McCormick for being that guy and letting us know their name was never read. Thank you, Danny McCorm- oh. McCormick. <laughs> did you almost forget that guy? <laughs> I, I When did this get pasted in here? Did you just do this? Or when did this go no, in here? It's been in there like half the day. Has it really? Yes. Missed it entirely. Didn't even see it. I don't I know. I put how, a you- link to his, uh, his tweet. <laughs> he was... So you put it's it sad in. Sad that we never read his name. Yeah. Oh well, I'm, we're happy to make up for it. We have no problem with that. So, so be like Danny McCormick and reach out if you didn't hear your name. <laughs> if you missed it. Yeah, because it can get missed. It's kind of a jumble in there, and you guys are amazing. So it's kind of hard to keep up. But anyway, no commercials ever. Pre-show content every week. Monthly bonus host episodes like the one Bo just put up. Artwork in the mail. Many other reasons to join. All it takes is you doing it. So go over to Patreon.com/slash/CoreShow. That's Patreon.com/slash/CoreShow today everything else is at frogpants.com slash core and now we hand the mic to grandma who fast or slow i don't know how she'll do it today but she'll tell us what games we played so you guys can't complain take it away grandma 
Well, for once, the boys played enough games to actually justify my existence. Thank you for making it so I have a purpose. I appreciate it. Scott played Shipbreaker again. Yep, yep. that one. Yep. He also played Return of the Oberdin, finally. Yep. He played the Jackbox Party Pack 10, presumably multiple games within that one. Mm-hmm. John played Marvel Spider-Man 2, Yakuza Like a Dragon, WWE 2K23, and Fortnite. Thank God that's back in our lives. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Bo continued to play Diablo 4 Season 2. He says Diablo good. He played Stacklands, and he played Backpack Battles. That's the auto-battler, in case you're like, the hell is that? Mm, Yeah, and that looks great. Go bookmark it, not bookmark it. Wishlist it, everyone, because that looks cool. I can't wait to play it myself. That's going to do it for today's show. Thank you all for listening, for being here live, or otherwise checking the show out. Tell your friends. Leave us reviews. Whatever you got to do. And between now and next week, have a great gaming week. We'll see you then. Get more at frogpants.com. The killer left the heart next to the body. Ooh. Alan Alan Wake. Oh, no. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.